Kevin. Row has to be good. And the people complain about, well, it's too hard to tech in MK11. It has to be. Throws have to be good. If they're not good, yeah. then there's no point in doing the throw. Yeah. If yeah. you have a game yeah. that's centered around rock, paper, scissors, and scissors is weak, then the whole <laughs> yeah, rock, pa- rock and paper become mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's gonna like overly yeah, yeah. defining. Yeah. We get second grader scissors that are dull. You know, I, I don't think I want to play. At the same time, I also, you know, I don't want to, I don't want like a smooth rock, you know, that I throw for, you know, skipping down a pond. I want a rock yeah. that could kill a guy. podcast what is up everybody this is episode 28 uh we're back after a brief little break my name is benny and as always i'm joined by my co-host john who was getting his aloha on recently how you doing john pretty good pretty good i um yeah i i was out on in uh on oahu or in honolulu this past week or sorry two weeks ago and then on the flight back i caught a cold and I've been dealing with that ever since. You might hear me kind of stuffed up on this microphone. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good, though. I had a blast. Um, we were originally going to shoot a show talking about my experiences with Hawaii, but the cold kind of got in the way of that one. So um, I'm yeah. excited to go through that in the future show. It was a, a lot of fun. <laughs> cool, cool. How have you been, man? Uh, I've been good. Uh, just, you know, just kind of getting through things right now. I got a little vacation coming up uh, nice. this weekend, actually. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, just a few days, but it's always nice to kind of get out of town and get that R&R. Totally. Well, uh, today we are doing uh, something new that we wanted to start with this year and try to do a monthly panel. Uh, so ordinarily, we we have guests on and kind of talk about the history in the fighting game community and talk about whatever they're interested at the time. But we decided we wanted to also um, add like uh, more people at the same time and talk about highly focused specific topics. So today uh, for the month of January, our panel is going to be about Street Fighter VI. There was a beta that occurred last December, and uh, we're going to have two guests on that have both played the beta and uh, are have been on the show before at the same time. So without further ado, here is Tanner and T Dot. What's up, guys? So hi everybody. <laughs> I forgot to start playing the video on our podcast. Oh uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, I was looking at that, waiting for the battle to begin. <laughs> That's hey, you know, it's it's about the beta. We you know, you want to have the real beta experience. Yep. True. <laughs> Lots of menus. Exactly. Well, very That's cool, awesome, very man. cool. So um, we've had a panel, we've had a couple panels already about Street Fighter VI before, so we thought we would try to take um, a more character-focused approach this time around. Uh, But first and foremost, let's talk through just general impressions for um, anything that we haven't already said, or Tanner, this is your first time talking on our show about it. Uh, Why don't we start with you? Like, what was was your general impression of the Street Fighter VI beta and for the game as a whole? Well, okay, so... I got to play it for the first time uh, through my Xbox. I got a code for it. And I, I would say 
Um, I don't have anything new to say about like um, the basic things like the UI, the matchmaking. I, I wasn't very impressed by it. Um, but, you know, I, I think the Battle Hub is neat. I think it's cool. I think it does. I think when we had Scott and Jeff on here, they talked about how it kind of mimics the feel of like waiting around a cabinet or yeah. like you can get your own local room together, which I think is super cool. I do like the look of it. I like the customization. And the customization is uh, pretty pretty in depth for you know like what is basically a, a you know an avatar that you might see a, a couple times and they want to use it in the world tour mode so you get to do a lot play with it I like that mm -hmm. but of course you know I really only used it to do um, I would turn on the background matchmaking not the like sit on a cabinet one mm -hmm. so I was just really just walking around I think it's fun to do the moves and just try to see if you can like spinning bird kick from cabinet to cabinet which I did many <laughs> many times nice. yeah and yeah. Uh, you had to. <laughs> you had to, you had to. And so, but of course the meat of it is going to be the fighting game. And so I would say, and I'm going to compare it to the last time I played something like this. So Street Fighter V beta. Mm -hmm. um, I remember playing that. And I remember that the first thing I remember was there were a couple things that I knew I was never going to like and that I thought were a problem, but I knew they were never going to change. And one of them was um, when you get knocked down and you can do a back roll get up or a regular get up and the oh. back roll get up has like different timing right so a lot of people were getting jabbed the shit out of them on wake up which if you ever played in arizona that's an arizona special you get used to that that's not like that big a deal <laughs> but what's really frustrating is that like you have to manually know it the timing and right. i knew you were gonna have to guess all the time even in the corner there was different timings and i thought that was gonna be super annoying and the other thing is i didn't really think the the v system like I like the idea of the V triggers, um, although some of them weren't terribly creative. And then, but the V skills in general just felt like bad special moves. A mm -hmm. lot of them did. And I just felt like it, it got better a little bit as time went by, like I'll admit it. But those two things, and then the priority system, which they had in place to make the crush counters really stand out, um, mm -hmm. I thought didn't, I, I, I really felt like it kind of made people's offense really, um, it was going to be predictable, but there's nothing you could do to stop it. And I never, sure. I don't like, I don't think that feeling, like, I don't think that feels very good. And again, that was just the, the whole design. They went through the whole life of the game. Everybody was like that. So going into six, it was really surprising to me to see how much they changed around like the frame data to reflect a completely different game than anything we've played since like street fighter four. I mean, when was the last time jabs were negative on block, you know, and for a reason, you know, there, I, I don't think that's done as like an accident or anything like that. It's clearly very purposeful. Right. And also the one thing that like I nearly went to tears over was that I did a back recovery and I noticed it's the same timing, no matter what you just put distance between. Them. Right. And I was like, Oh, that's fantastic. Because mm -hmm. the, the and street fighter four had this too, even before they added the delayed one in ultra, there was like, you could kind of delay your get up a little bit. Oh, and any, any game that has that, it's just, to me, it's like, it's another layer of like, and, you know, Guilty Gear has that, which is fine. That's Guilty Gear is a game for maniacs. That's cool. I think that's you have to have that diversity. But Street Fighter is, you know, a game for, you know, basic bitches like me. So I have to, you know, I don't want to have to do that work. And I don't like doing that work. And I, I'm really happy that now it's like you got the one timing when you do a throw. Sometimes they're going to get some distance from you. That's fine. But the timing, you're still going to be able to get a dash up. You're still you're not going to get punished for doing that. So that's great. And I thought that was tremendous. And then the drive system. Um. I think it's tremendous. I think they really did it. It's really thoughtful. Um, every part of it seems pretty thought out. Um, you know, four and five, because uh, I like to, I always like to put it in like a kind of look at how the spectrum of how Street Fighters change. Because you could put it in a vacuum and say like, well, six is really great. But then 
when you compare it to what went by, you see how they've kind of changed and evolved over the years. And it's really right. interesting. So with four and five, I think everybody, that was when like people started complaining about comeback mechanics a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think I understood why it was because it, it's not like a super meter was new um, or that you got meter for, for being beat up. We, we, that's like a common, commonly accepted thing now. Yeah. But what was different was that street fighter four and also five, they had an additional meter that you got for being beat up. That was like a super on top of your super. So in street fighter four, you had your super meter that you got like EX moves from. And sometimes, and now supers weren't incredibly useful, but FADCs and stuff like that were extremely useful. And then on top of that, there was another meter that you only used. First of all, you only got it from being beat up. And second of all, you only used it to do incredible damage to somebody. Right. So it was like you had two layers of like I can make a comeback with all this meter, all these these metered moves I have, including one that just does that. So you really had two a two pronged attack that could do a ton of damage. Street Fighter Five was like, oh yeah, we didn't, you know, we weren't a big fan of that, so we're gonna go back. Now we have the V meter, but really a V trigger, depending on the character, was like an it's install super on top of the super you could already get. So you have a character sometime will activate V trigger, do a bunch of crap to you, and then do your super, and now I'm like I'm out. 30, 40% each time. And I'm yeah. just like, I don't even know what happened, right? It still functions as a comeback factor. It's right? a still so, comeback, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. you're aiding your comeback. Now, so V the V trigger kind of reminds you like Killer Instinct had the uh the I think it was called the Instinct. Mm-hmm. Um and it was yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of that, but I thought, you know, the way it worked was okay. And then I think Street Fighter Five really turned on its head where it was like that was aiding your comeback so much that you now you're gonna build a super while you're doing it, you still have all your EX moves, all stuff. Yep. So I get why people were really frustrated that it's like there's a comeback mechanic where it's like I'm working against two different things to just keep people in my lead. Now yeah. Street Fighter Six is interesting. They've turned it on its head. The other meter that you get, you lose for being hit in the certain situations. When you get punished countered, mm-hmm. when you land on a fireball or something like that, you lose that drive meter. And so now it's not just a consequence of like I need to manage how much I use it, how much to do. Because you can still do like 60% combos or whatever, but you're going to need a level three super which is completely independent from the, the drive gauge. And then also you're going to have to make sure your drive gauge, you haven't been taking big hits. You haven't been thrown as a punish counter. Right. You yeah. know, with all that stuff adds up slowly over time, or you haven't taken a lot of blocks because you can't block a fireball. You got to parry it. You know, I, I think you're going to lose a drive meter. Like that was one of the big questions we asked in the last panel was whether or not there was a prevalent comeback factor in street fighter six. And by and large, the, the answer was kind of like, eh, not really. But excuse me, it seems to be that it's more built into the drive system for like after you after you once you burn out and then you you pop back with full drive meter, that seems to be the big comeback mechanic. Because uh, from there, it's based on your opponent and whether or not they have a bunch of drive meter to match with your now full bar. And oftentimes if they burned a ton trying to kill you and burn out, they're gonna be in a bad spot as well where they have little drive and they might burn out while yeah. you have a full bar to burn them back out. You know, that's exactly right. So it's like if you aren't careful, even when they're in burnout, burnout is not because when I was I was under the impression just from watching that burnout was like absolutely unavoidable. You cannot get it under any circumstance, but it's like a natural part of the the match. You know, there are times where you're going to have to go into burnout and you know what? It's going to suck. But all you have to do. And of course, you're rewarded if you're kind of going in a little bit. You're I think it builds back a little bit faster, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. than just sitting back. So there are, you know, it you may in fact go into burnout, but it's not like the end of the world, even though it is a very disadvantageous position and you get it all back. So to me, it's like, I thought they really, it's clear they very much thought about how that would all play together 
And yeah, also yeah. the other thing is like it, it's almost universal. Like I think you like High Fight will tweet out a combo video or something where you can see every character in that beta is capable of doing like a sixty percent ish combo. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even like a real like oh it's incredibly situational. You'll never get it. Not really. I mean, Drive Rush is so universally you know usable, and the basic version doesn't cost that much to where you can pretty much do a huge combo into a level three and take most people's lives. With any of the characters, because in in all in the other games like five or whatever, like let's say you were you've been playing Vega or something, you did this V trigger. Well, great, you just did the the, the, <laughs> kiss, the you just did this kiss from a rose. You know, you turn into seal, and that's great. <laughs> but I can't, you know, that's not a comeback. Like I got one hit, so my V trigger yeah, yeah. was was all for naught. And then then you play a character like let's say uh, I don't know Dalzim or Urian, and it's like oh my god, my life is gone. It's just <laughs> over, right? Right. And so it wasn't really fairly pointed out. And same with the uh, in Street Fighter Four characters who would combo an ultra. You know, the original vanilla no. version, Rufus and and Ryu, Sagat and Sagat. Ryu, and it's, that yeah. was just it was you were doing losing like fifty percent. Yep. Yeah. Just wasn't fair. And so and charge characters they got boo from any of that. Like Guile could do he could <laughs> barely do focus attack into ultra one. I don't even think it worked to be honest. And so it, it was like barely. it was tight. Yeah, exactly. Was exactly. Tight. He's got it. Yeah. And it was that dumb charge motion yeah, no, like, anyways, <laughs> yeah. trashed but um the great thing about it in street fighter 5 is that you don't have to rely on something like you know uh oh well it's a charge character so they can't really do much um no they added this drive rush mechanic that will super add frame advantage to any move you do yeah. thus letting you combo into pretty much whatever you want and it makes juggles better so you can juggle in anything you want too so if let's say you you land a uh a drive impact and you're not going to be able to get a grounded combo but what you can do is drive rush in and get a pretty decent juggle combo because now your juggle potential is almost unlimited yeah. uh like i said it's just incredibly well thought out and i think it's going to solve a lot of the problems people had with four and five where it was like there's like a two-layered comeback mechanic and two levels of meter that let you like at turbo activate against your opponent and then you have to all of a sudden you feel very pressured yeah, uh, right. and it's it's just it's another layer on top of all the mental stack. But now in six, it's like, well, until they get a level three, they're probably not going to do a huge amount of damage, but they still could. But also, yeah. I could do that, and if I'm careful, I can avoid these situations where I'm losing out a bunch because I'm just blocking because I have parry, which I thought was a, is is also a really really interesting move. Uh, and if you're not binding it to one button, I think you're a fool. <laughs> my left trigger, my left trigger was parry, and I was doing it constantly. Because uh, I was under the impression that it was there was the recovery afterwards, like you couldn't do anything. I thought you would just, and I, I was like, that seems kind of odd. I, it seems a little weak, but of course now I know, having played it, that that all you can do, you can be thrown. Yep. But if you just guess parry, sometimes you know you expect like a big fierce storm or something like that. It's just yeah. fine. You can just do it, and the reward for getting it is not like amazing. Like you, it's the same frame advantage on block, but you don't get pushed back as much. You can still do the uh, alpha counter from a parry. So if you wanted to push them back or something like that, you could do that. Uh, if it's a projectile, you obviously save yourself from the block damage. And even if you, you can even perfect the uh, projectile one. So you actually get like a really advanced recovery. So uh, yeah, it's, I, I can't, I don't have enough good things to say about it. Really. I think they really, and cause I thought the other systems were not as well thought out. Yeah. Just, I, that's yeah. How I felt. yeah. To build on the comparisons between the different games, right? Like we, I think we all agree that with street fighter four, um, they basically took third strike and we're like, we're not going to do any of that. We're just going to just build our own. We're going to yeah. redefine yeah. what a fighting yeah. game looks like in, in the, in the two thousands. And we'll take uh, your EX moves, but none, none of the other. Yeah. Stuff. Basically. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, but yeah. And so we're going to create all these different 
new mechanics and just kind of throw stuff at the wall, see what sticks, see what problems it creates. And I think there were like numerous problems that were created from four, like the non-standardization of frame data, knockdowns being really oppressive and the vortex stuff, um, DPFADC being really strong. And then five tried to fix some of those problems, but the solutions created problems in themselves, right? And so six in my mind represents a, um, a refinement of five solutions while also still keeping a lot of the spirit of what made four fun. Um, so an yes. example that I'm yeah. really, I'm really happy about is the punish counter system where like dragon punches on block and, and getting crush countered in five was actually something I really enjoyed. Um, because it actually added a little bit more risk to your DP, uh, especially because there's a, there's a, a complexity creep or a control creep problem where the easier you make a DP, the, the less powerful it has to be. Like the, the easier it is to actually like mash it out because they were way harder yeah. in older games. And so they just happen mm -hmm. less, but if they're yeah. easy to do, then it becomes really strong and it defined a lot of what I think four was. Um, and so they kept that in, from five to six where now you get punish countered hard and they actually took it a step further and said, if you get a whiff punish, if you get, if you block anything unsafe, mm -hmm. you get a punish counter. Yeah. And I think that's an, an amazing mechanic. So I, I, I do think that like, I think five like created like installs were a bad idea. I think for V triggers, like yeah. installs are just not fun to play against and people don't like playing against that stuff. And so they just yeah. took a lot of the, the variable part of the V trigger system, the variable system. And, um, they just built them into the special moves of the characters and rebalanced them accordingly. So it, it seems like a refinement of a lot of the solutions that were, uh, uh, that were thrown out in five, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you talk about like what, what Tanner was talking about in terms of like the, when it came to four and five, right? You had that, the ultra and the, the V trigger, right? That was the comeback mechanic and the, mm -hmm. and the flow of the match. A lot of it was like, okay, I'm beating you. I'm beating you. Okay. Now I got to watch out because you activated whatever V trigger, or I got to watch out for doing certain things because I might get hit by this ultra that does five or 600 damage. Right. right. And I feel like with six, there's more with the with the burnout and with the the drive meter usage. There's more kind of a a back and forth flow, because like even if you do like say for instance I do burn you out, like it, that doesn't guarantee that I'm gonna win, right? And it doesn't right. guarantee you uh, a comeback mechanic for you to come back and beat me. It's like okay, can you weather the storm? And then it's just like okay, now you got your meter back. How you know how do how are we gonna go from here? Like yeah. what's my meter situation? You know, okay, you got full bar. Is he gonna press? Is he gonna play, you know, defensive or you know, is he gonna burn EX moves? Like, you know, that's a that's a whole nother like a I think for me that's a that's a much better flow. Like I like that a lot better than the than the whole like, okay, let's swing to the fences and then okay, now we're swinging all the way back the other way. I, I think the, the the thing that comeback factors like the thing that sucks to play against a comeback factor is that you know by and large, comeback factors have been implemented, like how Tanner put it, where if you get hit, you get the bar. So if I'm the opponent and I'm like, well, I need to hit them to win. So me actively playing the game the way it's supposed to be played creates this awful scenario versus in six. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And in six, though, it's like, well, I can actually choose to not burn my drive and keep that to, to play around them getting their drive back. And so it, it ties the comeback mechanic to player agency on the aggressor. And so from then on, it's like, if I got robbed somehow and I'm like, okay, well the comeback, it's because I burned all my drive. It, it, there's a choice mm -hmm. that I made. And so I felt like I have some control over it versus me just trying to play the game and then just getting blown up for it, you know? Yeah, exactly. 
because like that I think that's the best thing about the burnout system is that like yeah it could come because like they're being really oppressive and you're being really defensive but it could also be from like you being absent minding absent minded or just for you going in too hard you're like oh I think this is going to kill them go go for your combo and then you're burnt out and they're still alive and now you have decisions to make are you going to keep being offensive knowing that you're at a disadvantage or do you want to sit back and try to wait until you can get some drive back. Yeah. It's yeah. your choice. And as right? all you guys have pointed out, like a keep a recurring theme is all you were talking was that, well, now I have these options. And I felt like, you know, everybody talks about how like player expression is like a really big part of fighting games. But I think mm -hmm. it's kind of difficult to put into words sometimes what that means. It's kind of like a vibe, you know, it's like a thing we all know, but we don't know how to yeah. like say. And I think if you want like a concrete example, so this is my concrete example I go to because I like this character a lot. But I would never play her because she's so boring all the time. It's Cammy. So Cammy in four, in even in Street Fighter Two Turbo, she her moves are most of them are terrible, and they have like one use, like they're a combo ender. And then it's like she got a dive kick, but it's like she got a dive kick. Wow, it's spectacular, amazing, incredible. Like what a move! I've never thought of that before. So the only new move she's gotten in years is a dive kick, and and then uh, one of the so like in five. So now we're in five. She's her bad special move that's been bad for 30 years, the spin knuckle, that's now her V skill. Yep. It's plus yep. on block. Great. Still not very good. And then her V trigger is her two moves that are, you know, situational of uppercut and a, and a combo ender. You can now use them twice in a row and it burns <laughs> out the whole V trigger and it does more damage. That's great. Uh, but the real truth was that you were never going to pick that V trigger two where she gets like the kind of command grab thing. You were going to pick V trigger yeah. one. You were going to on block. You were either going to sweep or you're going to stand fierce into the V trigger activation. So you're going to be plus on block. And then you were going to, and if you got hit, you were immediately going to use all of it. There was no point in saving it. There was no point in picking another V, even the other V skill, I think is pretty bad if I'm not mistaken. Like I think both of them aren't very good, but most people pick V skill yeah. one and V trigger one. And th there is no other option. Like if you're being what, even if you're like casual. I think very yeah. quickly you'd realize like V trigger two stinks. Like there's nothing good yeah. about it. V skills. I don't I even know how to use. So I'm just going to get hit. I'm going to get my V trigger and I'm going to use it. I, I, there's no room when you play, like there is no like, Oh, I know Zhao Hai's cami and I know uh, uh, someone else's cam. Like I could tell the difference between them. You could, you, there's, it's impossible. It's just yeah. the way the game is. Right. And it, I think that's what the V system would do a lot of times. Like T pointed out, like we're like you, you're beating up somebody. There is no stopping someone doing like a really long move. Like uh, this is this was a classic for the first year of Street Fighter Five. Chun Li crouch medium punch into V trigger. Mm -hmm. It, it yeah. was like it was unblockable, or yeah. or, or bison oh, yeah. slide, yeah. which is already unblockable in any game. Everyone gets hit by bison <laughs> slide. It's impossible. Yeah. To defend. Now you can do that into like an insane install trigger where he's going nuts for like you know twenty seconds or whatever. Yeah. And uh, it was just like, there's nothing I can really do to stop. Like, I'm jumping back constantly. I'm in a neutral jump. Just so hopefully I can get to slide out. But it's yeah. a good move. Like a slide, his slide's a good move. And it's unsafe on block normally. But now it's, he's going to get turbo plus on block and he's going to kill me. <laughs> so it was like, you, like you said, the, the options of how the game flows. And I think Benny said this, the flow of the match, really at this one point, you, you're going to get people who they might go a little bit aggressive, but they're going to be careful. Because yeah. they know the instant the defense slips, they're going to do one move, a sweep or whatever, into V trigger, and now the momentum is shifted yep. off of nothing. But you know the match just playing out as it normally would. Now in yeah. Street Fighter Six, as you all mentioned, it's kind of like an actual fight. Someone might go ham for like thirty seconds, but in the yeah. process they've gotten tired, 
Yeah. Yep. And uh, now they can't do the cool moves. So mm -hmm. now when the defensive yep. swaps, it's really in your opponent's court to take advantage of you being tired and not being able to like do moves, but you still have access to super. So it's not like you're completely helpless. You've got a reversal. I yeah. think every uh, level one super is invulnerable, or if it's not, then like the level two one is. So you've got an option. You know, there's always a reversal option. They they made sure like okay, even if you're you know in burnout and cornered, you can still avoid the drive rush that would um, or the drive impact that would knock you into the wall. Yeah, there's mm -hmm. still a way out. Oh, unless you're out of super, then just God help you. You know, I think <laughs> even from yeah. a spectator standpoint, your idea of somebody getting tired, right? Like it, the drive gauge is a, essentially a stamina gauge. And I yes. think that's really easy yeah. for, for like a, a spectator or a casual player yeah. to really grasp and be like, Hey, exactly. that thing is yellow right now. It's not green. That person's more tired and they can't, they can't do as much as the other person yeah. can. Yep. It's mm -hmm. very simple. And they're and the character looks tired. They get like a defensive posture. Yeah. They're yep. all gray. You know, no, it just great. looks like, and it's not a dumb stamina meter like MKX where it's like, it's only for run and like combo. Breaker. <laughs> it's like, it, 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 that didn't make any sense. Nobody liked it. That's why it's not yeah. back. But uh, it, you know, it just, it, it all flows together. I think it's a really interesting yeah. mechanic and uh, even you'll see people go into burnout and then they're still waiting. They've got a level three. So they do a quick cancel into level three. Yeah. They end the match, even though they got, they got burned out. All they were waiting for was one more mistake. And also John, you pointed out, this is a great thing too is we know now from Street Fighter 4, it was not a good idea to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I think it was mm -hmm. wrong to forget everything about mechanically about Street Fighter 3 while still wanting to keep the characters and keep the EX meter. So what's nice about 6 is it really does feel like, hey, I, we remember Focus Attack. We actually liked some parts of it. We also right. felt some of it was abusable. So it being a free move that could crumple you on counter hit, well, we took that away. But now you can still get the crumple. But it's more reactable now. So you really have to think about it. But it's very strong in the corner. So there are situations where you can still use it just as strong as it was in Street Fighter 4, but without you know being able to cancel into it from a you know it's, a dragon. It's got the high committal of five, yeah. right? The high committal yes. of like I need I'm if I'm doing drive impact, if I'm not I can't dash cancel out of it like yes. focus attack. I can't finger right. it everything. I gotta go all in. Yeah, and, and you, it doesn't and, and, and you can't just build like a, a super meter just by using that on fireballs or something like that. So it's really you have yeah. to use it for the situation you're going to use it in. And then from five, they took, like you mentioned, the punish counter system. They've expanded it to like all normals and all whiff punishes. So, so it's like, yeah, it's a great, and, it's, <laughs> and it no longer has that dumb shit priority system attached to it where crush counters, like, you know, Rashid's crouch fierce was only so good because you couldn't beat it. Like, it's not like the move like has this most amazing hitbox in the world. It does. It has a great one. But mm -hmm. the real reality was if you threw out a crouch medium kick or something and you were kind of late, yeah, crush counter. And it, there was yeah. no way of beating it. It was, it was going to be beat because of the priority system. That's yeah. gone. So that's not a big problem. But also from five, I think a lot of those V triggers were actually really cool. They just needed to not last as long and they needed to be maybe a little bit more high committal. So like you'll see like Guile, uh, Blanca, uh, Ryu in some in a little bit of ways, they've kept the V trigger that they had. But now it's like a super move yep. instead of just and, and you said the V skills got made into actually good moves instead of just crap special moves that you use a V skill. Now it's like a good, it's a good move that you can do as part of the, just the normal character. So characters not only feel yep. better, but it's like they kept the parts of five and four. They're actually pretty good. Yep. Just the whole package around it. And, and like I said, it's going, it's remembering the older games and building upon this piece, this piece, and this piece, instead of just going, well, yep. that whole thing was trash. Let's not, let's not talk about it. I think yeah, they exactly. took, they took street fighter. They, when they were starting street fighter six, I think they took, they said, we need to put a parry in this game. Cause that's what everybody wants. Um, mm -hmm. And then they built everything else around it. 
Yeah. I think yeah. it's very clear that parry is a huge part of the game. Um, even though you'll see a lot of footage, a lot of people don't use it that much. I think it's just because they're new to it. Sure. It will become yeah. like one of the most used moves for yeah. anybody. And it's like crucial to the game. It's crucial to how you get around. Like, because you, like you said, if you block, you lose the uh, drive gauge. So you can't just block everything. You're going to have to parry. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to make the yeah. read sometimes when you're getting battered down in the corner and somebody's throwing these big moves at you. If you got to guess parry on them, and sometimes you might get the perfect parry, and then all of a sudden you get to take the momentum back. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I 100% agree that parry was the the building block upon which they built this whole system. Yeah, and I think they were I think they were really good about making sure that that wasn't too strong because like that's something that we've talked about with Scott, and it's a really polarizing thing in third strike. Like especially for me, like I love like what it does and what can come from it, but at the same time, like it takes away like so much of what I love about you know street fighter and what i've you know from street fighter 2 from playing that and it takes away options you know fireball game things like that that i was that i was uh happy to have in the games like it eliminates a lot of that stuff but to kind of like uh build off of what you said just in terms of like the flow and again what you were talking about like people being being winded again i think that's uh like john was saying the uh the the drive gauge is a very natural thing to kind of look at right and to see and to understand for people that's why I like when people say Fighting games are, you know, they should be, they're easy easy to spectate, right? You see life bar, you see life bar disappear. This guy's almost dead, right? Same thing yeah. with the stamina bar. And like you said, it it lends itself to into reality almost. Like, you know, you see a boxer, you see a boxer, he goes out in a fight, he's swinging wildly for the first 30 seconds, and it's just like, okay, he needs to take his time. This guy gets to, this guy gets to push his offense. How's he going to, how's he going to weather the storm and then come back? rope a dope right like he, he, there's some people who they'll go nuts with the x moves or whatever and then they'll try to get an opening and then it's like well they've gone too far now and now and even then like you're going back to the reality point think about it too like with the parry you know the issue obviously with street fighter 3 was that there was no animation for it like it was just you'd kind of tap forward yeah. mm-hmm. to do that and even i've played like so in mk11 they have flawless block which is kind of like their version of like a perfect parry where basically if you block within a uh, i think it's a three frame window you get the perfect you get the flawless block and that lets you do a counter attack or it, it stops any chip damage so what you'll see a lot is people in, in mk11 they'll get like a, a move that's like maybe like minus six or something and then they'll tap block real quick and then let go and if they attack right back as fast as they can which is kind of natural you'll get a perfect pair you'll get a per flawless block or something like that which i think is a fine system i don't think there's anything wrong with that but in street fighter you have to actually block in mk like you do have to block like there's an animation that comes out no matter what Street Fighter Three, I believe, like at a high level, there are character you can do that. Like just like you know, you'll do a sequence, and you walk up and you kind of dial in like a, a crouching, crouch OS. forward. Right. Yeah, it's an option. Yeah. It's an option. Like exactly. So it's like because there's no animation, we've known that for years. If there's no animation to a certain move or mechanic, you can take advantage of that through the system by tricking it, um, which is all fel- which is all well and good. But like you said, it leads to abuses and stuff like that. And also with the parry now having an animation that comes out no matter what. And I also I think it's a good thing because when parries are bad, it's because they're they're only useful in a specific situation. It's like oh, this one only does lows, or this one only does highs, right. this one only does overheads. Which sometimes it's like really specific. It's like why would you even think of that? Now yeah. this one it just does everything but throws. So and in a fight, if you ever watch like a kung fu movie or something like that, people don't really block. They they kind of like they they deflect like a move and then they're yeah. they're not yeah. blocking per se. So when that's what it looks like when they're doing the parry too, especially Chun Li's where she's like. Yeah, she's doing this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that's what it looks. It looks more like a, a fight would. Like you're kind of deflecting a move, and they reflect that in the game by the, the block advantage doesn't change unless you do a perfect parry. Right. So yeah. it's it's like you're still you're parrying the moves, and you're putting it off, but it's not like 
the the your the attacker is um, losing out. Whereas in Street Fighter Three, I think even no matter what the parry you did, you're going to get massive frame advantage. Also, yeah, like from exactly. a from a casual perspective too, like if you if you like Street Fighter Three notoriously failed at arcades, right? Because no one yeah. really liked the game and no one understood it. And third, by the time Third Strike rolled around, nobody had really everybody had kind of given up on it. But mm. for, for mainstream appeal. And I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that Perry wasn't really, not only was it not very good in the first two iterations, but also that you don't see it happen. Um, and so, and it's hard to use for beginners because you need to know yeah. what move they're going to do, right? Like uh, to Perry at the precise timing. But for mm -hmm. six, you can just press and hold the button. And then your yeah. like, as you said, Tanner, your, your, the character does an animation, they glow blue. And so it rewards, it rewards like, uh, it rewards like lack of skill out of the gates, so to speak. If you're just trying the mechanic out versus yeah. if you saw someone use a parry at the arcade, you would never know because you'd have to watch their stick. It's already <laughs> yeah. an intermediate move by default. Right. Like it is a move. Yeah. Like it's kind of yeah. like how in Tekken has Tekken ha added the low parry. Um, you know, but that's a, you know Tekken is already an esoteric game to add a mechanic that doesn't have any sort of like you would never even think it. You don't see it come out until it does, right? Like mm -hmm. yeah. you low parry. You know, someone's like you know uh, crouching kick or something. And it works, but it's like you—you you never see it. You would never know yeah. that unless someone sat down and told you, "Hey, did you know by the way that you could low parry?" It's you like, probably no, find out when somebody did. When someone did it to you, and you're like, "That's bullshit." Yeah. So it's like yeah. um, they—you know—they obviously wanted something to where it was like you needed to, you need that visual sense of like very very visceral, like oh, that's what this does, like you said, yeah. John, and and having that and making it good. Is the other that's the other combo, right? I, I think the fact that, that you can the fact that you can press and hold it is a huge deal. Like I played God of War mm -hmm. recently, and God, God, Kratos has a counter in that in that game. But if you press and hold it instead of like you can tap it for a high reward uh, counter counter move, or you can hold it for just a guard. And so right. when you when you when you marry those two together, like that's basically what the Street Fighter Six parry is. But the downside to that, and what makes this game more unique compared to just iterating on three, four, and five, is that that Parry is a button, which means cross-ups and high-low are not a th not as powerful anymore. And then that has great ramifications across all Street Fighter games, really. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. with one caveat, right? They're not as powerful without the throw option. Right. So it's it brings to the forefront, okay, throw has this purpose. You have to use it. Right. Because otherwise, because you don't want it, because, you know, throws, like, you don't want them to be... Like they're not good enough to use. If they're not good enough to use, then it's like we like Street Fighter Tekken Vanilla, where throws not only were slow, yeah, they didn't really get you anything because you could roll out of it. They had to add a. Like, they had to add the gray life damage. Gray life, and that they could throw, right? and you could throw the roll. Right. So there was a purpose mm -hmm. to the throw, even though it was much slower now, and the range was even worse. Um, you you still had this purpose for it. MK11 does this too. So in MK11, you have to. The only way you can duck a throw is to duck it and without blocking. If you block, you can be thrown out of block, and you cannot tech a throw while you're blocking. So the big thing in MK11, and this is kind of in a, most MK games now, is like knowing when to let go of block and just crouch so someone's high attack whiffs or their throw whiffs, and you can do huge damage on the, on the whiff punish for it. But if you don't, or if you're not careful, sometimes you'll let go of throw, and someone does a, a combo string where the second hit hits mid, and you weren't blocking. So mm -hmm. your crouch was hit, it was for not. Or you get a little too comfortable blocking and someone throws you and the throw does 14%. A lot of characters get Okazemi from it or they get like a good setup from it. So throw yep. has to be good. And the people complain about, well, it's too hard to tech in MK11. As it has to be. Throws have to be good. If they're not good, yeah. then there's no point in doing the throw. Yeah. 
If yeah. you have a game yeah, that's centered around rock, paper, scissors, and scissors is weak, then the whole <laughs> yeah, the rock, paper, rock and paper become mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's gonna like overly yeah, get, defining. Yeah. We get second grader scissors that are dull. At the same time, I also, you know, I don't want to, I don't want like a smooth rock, you know, that I throw for, you know, skipping down a pond. I want a rock yeah. that could kill a guy. Yeah. You know, I don't Twenty-four nice. pound paper. I don't need. Tw- I don't need twenty. Yeah, just give me the whole box. Yeah, just give me the whole box. Don't uh. give, don't yeah don't give me boys that want hammer mill, baby. <laughs> So uh, just real quick, we've been talking a lot about general impressions. Um, why don't we move a little bit to the to the beta characters? Um, so and any uh, again, this is kind of a free for all. We're going to go more structured on the, uh, the upcoming characters pretty soon here. But um, like any any standout characters that you thought were really good that benefited from these drive systems we've been talking about? Luke. Luke? 100%. Oh, yeah. really? I think absolutely. I think so. Luke, you know, the thing about him is that in Street Fighter V, we understand now why he's so good in five. It's because he, you know, he's obviously built for six. Yeah. And when yeah. you give him like better frame data than what six is, he, he becomes kind of nuts, right? Like, wow, his jab, his crouching jab is extremely good in Street Fighter V. Whereas in Street Fighter Six, it's just, you know, it's your average jab. It's got the same frame data, you know, it's negative on block. But now in another game where it's plus two on block and he still has the stand medium points that he can kind of hit confirm, it's right. just a completely different character. So in Six, um, you know, his his fireball I don't think is as good as it is in Five. Like, I think the ranges are shorter, but it's still extremely good. Like, he's got a really good fireball. And then with his drive rush, you know, it's like his combos that if he lands like a jump in and he's able to land crouch fierce, man, he's taking, he's doing huge damage. And he's like, he can carry. launch you again. Mm-hmm. You know, he can launch you multiple times because of his, the way his moves work. And now also like he can do like stand medium kick, which is already a really good poke. Now he can, you know, kind of buffer like a drive rush into it, you know, get some real, just really good, you know, situations where, uh, that he gets huge damage just because he was kind of thrown out a really good poke on top of his already pretty immaculate fireball game, which luckily doesn't work full screen. Like he has to, you know, kind of play within your yeah. range. But to me, like I thought he definitely, you know, he stood out to me as like the only thing I didn't get about him was I don't understand his level two super. I don't get why it's oh. there. I don't, I don't get what it does. Like uh, it's just it's a move. Like it, it feels like it's a move. Like I don't really think like oh well I had to use the level two over the level one. Eh, not really. Yeah, I, good, I see that with with Ken's as well. Um, I think that the damage level twos, as opposed to the install level twos, all have like hyper specific utility. Like uh, yeah. Chun's Chun's SA two is Same jump fire, cancel, fireball right. and and jump cancelable, which means yeah. drive recovery as well during during the yes. jump cancel. But uh, for Luke's, I think it ju- it just ends right, so it's just more damage. I think yeah. Which then, is fine, you know, I'll take it, but I don't and, need to. Yeah. And Ken's does more damage, but his level one side switches. So I think if you don't want to side switch, you go for the level two. But again, those are like hyper specific. Yeah. I don't really yeah. know. I, I think I think Ken's level two, I think also is it's much like his third strike one. It's incredibly fast. Yeah. So like as a punish move, it's probably <clears> like there are uses for that. But um no, I would say uh Luke, uh Ken, in fact I talk about Ken. Uh, Ken, a lot of people seem to be emo about. Uh, I, I don't understand why. He seems like a fairly good character with a lot of options. He's got a lot. There's a lot of moves. His special move list. I was just scrolling. I'm like, what does this end? Yeah. <laughs> so many moves that he's got here. And they all have a purpose to play, you know. And obviously, a lot of it is based around, like, when you get him to sit still, then you can start doing the kicks, you know, because, like, I think technically you can interrupt all of the kicks. And, yeah. and the low kick one. But the low kick one, you have to, like, do as fast as you can. 
So it's like he, sometimes my guess is he'll be able to bait you sometimes where he, he expects you to do that and he's kind of a ways out and then he does another – he just ends it and then you try to punish and you can't really hit him at a certain range. But then he's got the cool dragon hop kick, which kind of is like his V-skill too. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got the run, which gets him different moves. Um, he can take you to the corner super fast with his Tatsu. So it's like if he gets like a, a decent punish, yeah. he'll do the run of the Tatsu and all of a sudden you're like halfway across the screen and you didn't even know what happened. He's got a throw loop in the corner, and I, I don't even know. I don't know if he has a mid-screen, but definitely in the corner. Like, he can throw and then just walk up immediately and do throw again. He's perfectly in range to do it. Uh, he seems like – and his, like, stand medium kick is, like, a really good interrupter for, like, if someone's throwing out fireballs or something, you're kind of keeping track with them. Yep. Like, with Guile, like, something you'd walk up, you'd walk up, you keep walking forward, and then you start throwing out the stand medium kick, and it will catch them while they try to throw the fireball, or at least trade. And then he's got the target combo that he can confirm into just to get some extra damage. So, like, he seemed to me like a pretty – and his level three, you know, his combos can go forever. And then he ends it in level three, which is, I don't know what the minimum scaling is, but whatever it is, it's still nuts. 50. So he does huge damage off of a lot of different, you know, common starters. Yep. So I just, I thought Ken was pretty tremendous. Like I, I thought, like he's really fun. He stands out, you know. I think that like early on, like, because we have early game meta and we have late game meta, right? And right now we're in the early game phase where we're all still trying to figure out the game. And mm-hmm. everybody knows that, putting your opponent in the corner is really, really good in this game. And Ken is probably the best of, of the eight right now, uh, the best at cornering people because yes. he can yeah. side switch freely in bread and butters. He can corner carry with the Tatsu, like you mentioned. And then once he gets you to the corner, he has a throw loop. So like he's the quickest, I think, to be good with outside of maybe Guile. Um, but that's that's kind of where I'm, I, I, he may... He, I think he's like, you know, top top three right now, but I but maybe like... He might drop as we get more and more familiar with the game and we realize that the corner isn't as good or maybe other otherwise maybe the corners the the meta defining and ken is fantastic i don't know <laughs> yeah it's yeah like anything's possible at this point but my my leaning toward is that like just because he's he's good at mid-range you know he's got a fireball which is and it's in general i would say in this game like and it may change as we get more carry we, we'll talk about blanca later but he appears mm-hmm. to be like an exception but like anti-fireball moves just don't like they're not as they're not as like oh my god round ending because like did you think of the top tier in street fire 5 right now it's like dalzum poison ed they don't give a single shit about fireballs at all like they in have all that, that game just, you just don't you know yeah there's just I, you right? could i mean yeah. i'm going down the top you could go down like to the middle a lot of characters just don't care right and uh so it's like just them in general not having as many moves. level one supers no longer go through fireballs so you don't have like an automatic kind of I can react to this move unless it's like a level three, which is still a pretty expensive, you know, go through a fireball move. You don't have like an easy move. A lot of these, at least in the beta, didn't have an easy move that just got me through fireball. So like Ken, just in general, his fireballs are better. But also in with Ryu, too, it seems like the Shoto fireballs, the low, the low one might have a little bit higher startup, but it's a lot safer. Mm-hmm. And the high punch one is like really fast. Like, the yeah. startup might be, like, 12 frames or something like that, which is, like, I think that's a significant increase from 5, if I remember right. 5 is, like, I think it's, like, a you know, 14, 15 or something like that. So, they're faster. They've got more recovery. But also, like, it seems like fireballs in general just they, they scoot across the screen a little faster. Yep. They're just better in general. Uh, and obviously, this is most noticeable with Guile and Chun-Li. But even Ryu and Ken, their fireballs are a lot better. And they're very good, especially their EX fireballs. Uh, yeah. Ryu's in particular is really, really good. And Ryu's got the Dungeon install fireball too, which yes, which is also the priority system in this game. Mm-hmm. The fireball priority system, fireball priority, priority system. Yeah. 
So yeah, his hit. Yeah, Ryu. The other thing about him that's really good is that anytime he gets like a basic knockdown, like he doesn't have to do much, but he can get that that dungeon power up out. You know, if he lands like an Ender and a Shoryuken or a Tatsu or something like that, he'll get it. And then it's like, well, he's got this really great fireball. I got to worry about now. And, or he can do he can get plus frames with the uh, the quarter circle forward low kick that he's got, mm. uh, which is I think also is now there's no gap when you do it in, from crouching medium kick. So he's got like a gapless special that he can do instead of having to do the fireball, which I imagine at some point someone's going to parry in between that and make his life painful. But he's got a move that will counteract that. So mm-hmm. I thought and and Ryu also you know his problem in five was that he just his normals aren't actually very good. Uh, which hurts him a lot. You know, if you don't have good normals in five, you can't really, you know, defend yourself against people. He just had high damage. Now in five, in six, he's got the high damage, but his normals aren't bad anymore. You know, he's got a really good, his crouching media kick's really good again. His stand fierce, you know, it. You can buy, I think you can buffer a drive rush from it, and it's just like, man, it's just this huge meaty move you throw out there, and it'll beat a lot of moves just on a tip box alone, and then he drive rushes into it, and he does huge damage. Yep. His overhead... Overheads in general now, now like that they're not unsafe, which is Street Fighter Five. I never understood. I didn't. I had no idea what they were thinking. Where every overhead was like minus eight, but it did like thirty damage or whatever. You know, sixty. It didn't do very much damage, to be clear. And on counter hit, only some characters could get a full, you know, some sort of combo from it. But now it's like, well, yeah, it's a little overhead that does like eighty damage. It's good, and you know, but it doesn't have to be unsafe. Now you can and now you can drive rush from it, which is really nice. But now they're plus on block. Now they, yeah, and then they're plus <laughs> on block, which is even more dangerous. But just in general, yeah. I think it's a good idea to make like a little overhead is like you know minus four or whatever on block, but it does a little bit of damage. And so reuse is good. His solar plexus strike is definitely where the money's at, though. That move is that's the best it's been in years. Plus on block by default. Yep. Um, I think he still gets a combo from it on hits. I think he'll get at least a crouch jab, maybe. So he, you know. He seems like it's like that's what Ryu has been wanting for a long time. Some new moves that kind of sew up some of the old holes in his game and fireballs need to be better. And now they are. So he just, you know, he seems like he's in a really good position. His donkey kick is finally in like the base version of a game and it's not added in a weird side game later. So Mm -hmm. he can get damage. He can get his fireball game going. Um, I do agree with John that Guile is also another obvious standout. Yeah, like if you're like a footsie's pervert and you love like doing one poke and just walking back and forth, Guile's like, <laughs> God, his crouching medium kick hasn't been this good since like World Warrior. Like this it's move, that move is crazy yeah. good. He's moving yeah, forward. On, good. He's just forward advancing. It's like plus four on hit or something crazy. So it's like he gets massive advantage from it. Punish it's counter, so punish counter, low forward. Also, like you can whiff punish with it, and then it yeah. becomes plus eight, which means you can link a flash kick afterwards. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> it's, it's like the punish Jesus. counter system really accentuates characters that don't have cancelable normals because you can still get shit afterwards. Right, you can just link something. Yeah, you yeah. Can link uh, just a move, and and like his like if you get into burnout and he does his uh, level two, oh my God, you lose so much health so quickly. Yeah, he just pounds you with booms. Um, so that's like a really good, you know, his level two is really good. His level one is really good. His level three, obviously is a great damage ender. He just has it all. You know, his, his Sobot kick is really good. His upside down kick is massive range. He can just do it kind of whenever. Now, obviously you've got the drive impact. So him having uncancelable normals, you know, that could bite him in the rear end at some point, but drive impacts are still slow enough that I think you're not going to get, you know, totally drive impact just by one, you know, kind of mistiming it. It's got to be a significant read to really. Eat. And I think a lot of people would run into Guile and be like, well, I'm trying to drive impact him, but it doesn't seem to work. And it's like, well, he's got pretty good recovery on his normals. Like, honestly, it's, it's going to be tough. 
So he his back fist is now plus, you know, if he gets a hit on it. So it's like you're trying to rush in and he does the back fist and yep. it's combo on hit, he's plus on block. He's just to me like a spectacular character. He to me was like if I had to if I was gonna rank the characters in the beta that I thought were the strongest, he would probably be the number one. Yeah, I would have easily. him at number one as well. Yeah, I just felt like he he had everything you could want and all of his supers had a very good use. His air throws seem really, really good in this game. His air throw is tremendous. It's just uh, there was nothing bad I could say about him. I just think he had, and his and the fact that he can do like crouch medium punch in a target combo, or he could do the stand medium punch into a target combo. So he's got like easy ways to build a charge while he's doing a move. So you know the common like oh well I have to be good at charging to be able to do these combos. Like in Street Fighter Five, it's not that hard, but like you still have to learn like when he does stand medium punch into crouch medium punch. You've got to learn the timing to get a full flash kick charge. Now it's like you just do the crouch medium punch, you know, yeah. double target combo, and you'll get it. Chun's Chun's SBK is kind of like that too. I think down up charges are going to be a little bit easier overall. Actually, to the yeah, point I felt I, I want to think about that for when we talk about DJ later too. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt that with Chun Li too. Like her, not and I think when she's in her stance, I believe she doesn't have to charge, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So the the down up is just literally down up. Yeah, <laughs> Chun Li. I remember when I saw her stand fierce. You could go into the stance. I was like, Jesus Christ, really? You know what's going on? Like this is, come on, this movie's been so good for like again another like twenty years. They're gonna make it even better. You know, it's Chun Li. Yeah, there's a there's a Chun Li Discord uh, that I'm part of, and of course uh, there is a lot of a lot of Chun Li players are really down on Chun in Street Fighter Six because what on, fierce, what on earth is because going stand fierce on? isn't as good. Uh, it's it's got 13 frame startup, which is way slower than like a Ryu Fierce. And well, that's it, true. But, and then everybody know. gets drawn up, blown up by Drive Impact. Now I'm saying that because that's not I don't agree with that. Yeah, but you're like, just saying what the talking points. From are. the casual standpoint, they think Stand Fierce sucks, but I think it's actually oh, incredibly wow. good as a whiff punish. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah, so interesting to hear that have people think it is. Because think about uh, it now. This... Oh, instead of just a whiff punish that you go, because I think in other games, like you could link into super afterwards. That was like a pretty good thing. Like I know in Street Fighter Five, that was. I think you could super cancel it in Street Fighter Five. Yes. I think that was like. A, and then in Street Fighter Three, obviously, you would just link right into the super. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, okay, what if she could get like a full ass combo? From yep. Stan Fierce, does I think does it only cancel into the stance or does it cancel into other moves? Only stance. Okay, which like you said, it's a very sp- they've thought that they were like, okay, yep. do we make it cancelable? No, that's insane. Okay, what if it was just <laughs> one move? And they're like, all right, that's fine. Right. So it's like, and her fireball, it's this is the best it's been since like Street Fighter Cross Tekken. I mean, this move is super good. Yeah, recovery's great. It lasts forever. Um, I don't I know why. Chun- I don't know why. So across Tekken, her weakness is not is having specific anti airs. She's still really yeah. good. She's still like top three in that game. But of course, yeah. they gave her a DP in this game. Yeah, so they did. A really, fireball and DP. A down down one too. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. it, I don't even think you have to do the motion, right? I think it's down down. Down down. Yep. So it's like they gave her that. It's really good. Um, her Hazanshu is now no longer a shitty V skill move. Like it's just a decent move. Yep. Um, she doesn't have a weird floaty up dash thing that I don't know why she had in five. So it's like everything that was like uh, cool about her got kind of sewn into this and the stance. There's a couple moves. I don't quite understand how to use from it, but like, you know, obviously the, the advantage is like, you know, you get that medium kick. That's clearly there. Like if you get like stand roundhouse as an anti-air, go into the stance, go into that medium kick and then go into spinning bird kick or, or DP or something. Like it's clearly there mm-hmm. to be a special cancel from a long range move. My guess is also help with stand fierce. Um, and then she's got the slide from from Street Fighter Five as a option from the stance as well. She's yeah. got a safe overhead. I believe it's a safe overhead. 
uh, that is special cancelable too in the drive rush and stuff too, right? Like yep, I, I think it's just it's like a it's like a it's like a conversation starter instead of like a, just a move that ends pressure. It's minus I two. See? It's two hits, so it's confirmable, and then it's two hits, so it can be difficult to parry as well because you got to parry both sometimes. Right. Um, yeah. And then yeah, it's it's really good. <laughs> yeah, I yeah Chun Li to me seems like she's she's she should be very very happy with all the training she's done over the years. She seems to have learned a lot of moves that are really really <laughs> quite good. And uh, she and her norm as usual. I mean, she's got her old Street Fighter you know two Street Fighter two stand medium punch back, which is mm -hmm. a great move. Um, because she had it in five, and you know it was it was pretty good, but it wasn't as good. Now you're talking about the forward strong, like the poke or the elbow strong, that yeah, everyone's the, the, meaning about. The, okay. The elbow, yeah, the elbow thing is a little weird, but like I, that's fine. I don't care about that. Yeah. That's that's a good move. You know, it's fine. And I think she has an actual crouch medium punch now too, right? It's no longer a slide. I think it's just yep. a move. Yeah. So yeah, I think Chun Li, um, Chun Li and Guile were the two characters I would have said. You know, I yeah. peg is like maybe the best, maybe all around characters. Yeah. Okay. Other characters, you at least understood their weaknesses to an extent. Um, Chun Li and Guile, I just don't understand it yet. I only had you know three days or whatever, so I'm not going to figure it out. Sure. Um, I would say the characters that were the most difficult to understand, and I'm sh I'm not shocked. This happens all the time. Are the newer characters? So like, Jamie and Kim. Um, Jamie, I I did understand that like with each drink he gets something better. So like obviously the first drink he's I believe he gets the dive kick, and I think he gets that target combo from his jabs, yeah. which is a pretty good move. You know, it's his jab is really good range. Um, it's you know pretty good to just kind of with jab, and then he can full damage confirm it into like like a pretty good, you know, pretty yeah. decent damage. And he's got that, um, the breakdance kick, which goes through fireballs, but it's probably like a five head read that you have to do because it's pretty slow. I think most, so most anti-fireball moves in this game are kind of like that, where you just have to preemptively do it and guess. Like yeah. Hazanchu is like that. I think um, uh, Ken's... Ken yeah, Ken, uh, Ken has an anti-fire. Oh, the, the the hop kick thing? The hop kick, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Kim's slide. Like, you just got to go for it as yeah. opposed to... <laughs> Um, Kim's slide felt like it was at least not her not her Bushin slide her down forward medium kick that one seemed like it was instant like instantly anti fireball but it's just oh. it's just a regular slide it doesn't do that much like you know mm -hmm. it's it's just a hit like I think even the frame advantage is pretty minimal on hit like I don't think you can link into a combo um and speaking of her I felt like that was to me the biggest thing I didn't quite understand was like when she's like pressuring you and stuff like that there are little tricky things you know her um her teleport move is kind of tricky like if you weren't expecting it then she kind of gets momentum from those moves I never checked to see if she gets the like better frame advantage, like a drive rush. I don't think she does, but she gets like a little momentum hop into like, you know, she's back in close again, but I felt like you'd have to keep doing that over and over again because she pushes out really fast. And all of her, also she doesn't really like have really good linkers into other moves. Like I think only her, I want to say her crouch medium punch was the only move that did that. Everything else was kind of like a, you know, you got to confirm it. You got a two and one and yep. like right away to get something. You're either, so you either target comboing or you're drive rushing exactly or, yeah or low strong as a starter which isn't plus so yeah it's not it's not plus it's like a it's right. an ender right like it ends the kind of the the frame advantage so like to me you'd have yeah. to go back into the teleport or the one where she comes up right above you but even those are predictable i mean that's you know she's going to come out the same way no matter what sure and i know a lot of people you know originally thought her forward hard kick was going to be like really like a spectacular move I, I don't really think it is i think you can very easily um and this when i was playing as guile and shun Li, the first thing that did is jump back air throw that beats like every option that's not her just going backwards, which I don't care if she does that. You know, it's just mm -hmm. a move, you know. So there, I think she has, I just couldn't quite figure out like, okay, what is she supposed to do to like stay in close? Cause clearly she has good combo damage. You know, she can get in really fast with if she uses a little bit of meter. She has, you know, good anti fireball. 
She gets plus on block if she lands that Bushin run low kick, I think, if she gets plus on block. Just some tricky moves, but I, I didn't quite understand how the whole package is supposed to come together. I didn't quite understand how to use that shuriken bomb thing. Um, it seemed like it's pretty good to get you to stand still for a sec. But, like, again, after that, you know, when that blows up, what do I do after that? I don't. Re- I didn't really understand. Her throw, I think her fourth throw was, like, really good, you know, advantage. And you get, like, a decent walk up into something else. But I think, I and think then Jamie, yeah. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. Jamie, it was, like, I, I definitely see, like, when he gets the drink, when he gets that command grab, like, that, it's a really good command grab. Um, you get good good move from it, and especially the the EX one. But I felt like if he doesn't drink, it's like wow, you really feel like he he just kind of has to throw out you know his moves, his normals, which are okay. Um, the only thing I thought that stood out to me was if you do drive rush stand fierce, it's plus on block, and the range is amazing. Like he goes because he already kind of walks forward with it. If he goes mm-hmm. all the way across the screen, he's plus plus one in your face. He can at least do something from that. But other than that, he just kind of felt you know and his his. Um, his anti-air, which is like, it's like down, down, I think hard kick. It's like this kind of crescent kick that he does over his head and he can jump cancel it. Gets good damage from it. It's good anti-air, but his uh, reversal is really bad. The, uh, the, the dragon punch he has, where he does like a hop kick or. Yeah. It's well, just, it's not. Yeah. That one I think is balanced around reward too, because if he gets the EXDP, then he gets a drink too. That's so true. It's That's gotta true. be, I think it's gotta be pretty bad, but it's, it is really bad yeah like yeah it's you definitely feel it but then like he's got you know his good thing like that sweep target combo he's got is really damaging and he gets drink from it so he's got like a decent Mm -hmm. whiff punisher yeah um you know he when he gets the drinks up he his um his quarter circle back is not really that punishable like he can just kind of do it sometimes so i think it's a pretty good obviously people are going to learn to parry it which i think is going to be like the next evolution of like the metagame is people just kind of see a move that's like reactable but safe and they parry it, or they might even learn the perfect parry timing. So he, he to yeah. me, you know, I, I couldn't quite get a handle on what he's supposed to do. But I thought there was the pieces were there. It just he might have to take a little bit more work. Sure. And then uh, yeah. Jury, who I thought was pretty good, but she was a little bit slower. So I think for her, she's got big normals, but there is some commitment to them. And if you're like kind of if you get kind of parry happy, you'll learn to like you'll I like when I would play against juries, I get perfect parries on accident a lot because they would throw out these big moves and I would just kind of parry them as they came at me. Oh, like but obviously her fireball's great. Yeah, her fireball's great. Her dive kick is really good. And she does great damage, especially with that level two super. So I, I there are good parts about her. And I always thought from I liked the idea from that they took from five where she gets like different moves for a different level Fujihin charge or whatever instead of just a different fireball. Yeah. I just didn't like how she had like no moves other than those. Whereas now it's like, I think they're just regular specials that get enhanced by the kick. So they, at least there's something you can do something even when you don't have those to do damage. Yeah. So I think yeah. she's, you know, she's pretty fun, but yeah, I would say all the, like all the beta characters, there was something about them to like. Um, and especially <laughs> like for character, like, you know, I felt like uh, some of the characters in five, I felt like were like a regression. Like I think street, I think Ryu and five was not as interesting as he's been, you know, previously. Yeah. I thought, um, Chun Li, I don't think also I also thought was not quite as interesting as she has been before. And that completely flipped around. And we'll talk about uh, the other characters later. But I feel like there is a lot more creativity. And that might just come with being have not having to restrict themselves to using like it as a V skill or uh, you know, yeah. using it as an ultra to have all these special moves that you can play with and they have a different they have a different use for each of them. There's this clearly intent and thought in a lot of these moves, whereas I think some characters before it's like we're just going for nostalgia. We'll figure out how to balance it yeah. later, you know. Which you can always you fall into that trap all the time, right? Like you just want to bring back the feeling of what was new was old, but sometimes it doesn't fit into the new system that well. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, exactly. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, we've done a, a lot of discussing about the the current beta characters. I know John wanted to talk about the newer ones, and yeah, we've done <laughs> we've gone through a lot of time. So, uh, give me like a quick two minute two minute impressions on on your on. We'll go through the characters here. We'll go with Blanca. And we'll go with the T dot first. Uh, Blanca, that slide is crazy. Like drive rush slide. Did yeah. You, did y'all see that go across the combo like, after a Blanca ball? That was a combo. It's yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I I think it was a good call to give him the V trigger as his level two. Uh, I want to know if that level three is a grab. Yeah, I don't <laughs> Cause know. Because yeah. like it kind of looked like his hop grab from it did five. yeah. And so I, I want to know, like, if if it's, if his hop grab is even there, or if it's just now it's level three. Okay. Uh, but overall, like his character design is, is great. Like I like his music for his stage. His stage is cool. Um, it, ex ball going through projectiles worries me, but it looks like <laughs> all the balls are are punishable, so should be all right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. How about you, Tanner? I thought so. Blanca, you know, always incredibly annoying character. Nobody likes him, but he's back. And uh, <laughs> I think for as if that has to be the case, I think they did a pretty good job. Um, I like that his, uh, his stand medium kick appears to be, now be cancelable. So he's got like a longerish range move he can go into electricity from as like a whiff punish, which has always been kind of a flaw of his. Like he's got to be holding charge to get like something decent because his electricity doesn't have that much range. So it's like he's he's got to do like a, a kind of crouch medium kick into ball type situation a lot or crouch medium kick into electricity but that doesn't work from like the max range so that should be yeah. good the one thing i noticed that i think might be an issue is that his blanca ball appears to take a whole ass drive gauge on block yes it does oh my god like a whole so bar <laughs> and i'm like okay so if you can't punish that you gotta start parrying that thing because good lord like for right. especially if he's got his level two super up and he's gonna do the one where he can do a blanca ball and then go into his like other one that I'm sure is like safe or plus on block, like man, he will kill your drive gauge if he's in that level two and he's doing that much damage from just a regular mm-hmm. Blanca ball. And if you can't punish that on block, who man, you're not gonna like life. <laughs> like that's because usually, I mean, normally yeah. that's really good for him. Like if you can't punish his Blanca ball on block, you're in for a bad time no matter what. But yeah. I would say it's extra bad if you if you have to parry them each time because if you weren't expecting it, you blocked it. You just lost a whole pip from your drive gauge. Like that it's is a lot. That's it's a lot more than like I I haven't. Seen I don't think any other character besides besides Maritza can do something like that. Not so. on block. Yeah, that's it was yeah. it's a very large amount. And the ability to take away someone's drive gauge in this game is like that's pretty rare because you got to land a super or something. So yeah. Mostly it happens on hit. It doesn't usually happen on block, um, you know, unless you have got like a just constant fireball pelting. But yeah, that that stood out to me a lot for block. Yeah. yeah. So what about you, John? Um, yeah, my notes here say uh, so. I I think he's an anti projectile character in a game where fireballs are really good, um, and mm-hmm. that hasn't really happened in most recent iterations of Blanca. Like if we continue the theme of comparing four and five with six, right? Like four Blanca was bad. Five Blanca was bad. And yeah, in CBS yeah, two, he was really good, but that's because the game engine the game engine rewarded big pokes, which yeah. this game mechanically also he does. was overloaded. Yeah, exactly right. right. So it's Crouch Fierce, which is was horrible in four. Right, it was not very good in five. Now it's like, oh man, this move is once again the king. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And so like I and Tanner, you already talked about the block damage on Blanca Ball. Like by and large, Blanca Ball seems to be the defining uh, trait of the character in matchup spread because. 
the matchups that that Blanca won were the matchups that he, he wasn't he was safe on Blanca Ball, and the matchups that he lost really badly are the ones where he was he was punishable with Blanca yeah, Ball. Yeah, he couldn't do anything. Yeah, he couldn't right. do the move. Yeah. He couldn't do it. So the question's going to be like, I actually I'm not I'm not sold that Blanca is going to be very good in this game yet because um, mm. it depends on how quickly we can figure out how to parry that Blanca Ball, like it because. A lot of people, like in old games, you'd react to the Blanca ball by jabbing it. So yes. in this game, you can just react by parrying. So mm-hmm. like... Parry's only one frame, right? Right. And then that, so that one bar reward of on block might not actually be as big of an issue as it looks immediately. But then now that, that other trick that Blancas like to do where they do light ball, they stop in front of you and then they throw your ass. Right. Yeah. If you're parry you're stance, counter. you're a punish counter, right? So there's, there's another layer to him that I don't think is... <laughs> that's going to be introduced by the system yeah. mechanics of this game. And it's going to be a dice roll in my mind on whether or not he's going to be really strong. And does he still have the surprise hop? Cause if he does, you're going to get somebody to react with Perry instead of, we know thinking it's a Blanca ball yeah. because you know, just naturally. Right. But then he just runs up and throws you. I, so speaking of hop too, I, I think that he benefits a lot from drive rush. So, you know, hops big weakness in other games is that you could cancel it off of a normal, but it's hella unsafe and really gimmicky. Oh, yeah. But what if your normal was super plus after a drive rush? Yeah, is it, is it <laughs> yeah, still? Is it still? It'll depend on how we feel it out when and the game goes. But like, I'm thinking dr slide, which we saw dr crouching heavy punch would be really good, or dr button into into hop. Like all that stuff looks really uh, could potentially be very good. And then yes. the electricity as well. Like you could go dr dr move into like you could go dr into low forward into uh electricity and just be a plus machine right i'm assuming electricity is plus i'm also assuming electricity is a mash move again it might be a motion in this game i don't know oh man i, I, I bet it's a mash. i bet it's a mash. Yeah. <laughs> think so that's it's I, one of the classics that's never changed like no matter what like even in other games they've never changed electricity so like chun Li, you know she'll change with the times but yeah blanca is always a mash so to I me know. i guess it's yeah like, but yeah I'll maybe never say never after that's true <laughs> that's true yeah i don't know yeah um, and then yeah. Sam, my other my other call out, and I know I've taken a lot of time, but Sam medium punch is ridiculously good. Uh, the yep, fact the that big, it's super cancelable. Yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah, that was already a good poke. Uh, but in in five, you couldn't use it as much because it was crush counterable because you could yeah. you could get blown up by priority system. Yeah. And I don't but, even know if it canceled. Yeah, it didn't cancel either. So yeah, in this so it's game, just a good poke, right? Yeah. yeah, because in this game, you need to make sure you can you can poke, but you can poke safely to avoid getting drive impacted too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if it's super cancelable, it's probably special cancelable as well, which yeah. means it's drive impact cancelable, and that means you can yeah. go ham. So do you have to? So this is a question I had. Maybe you know. Do you does your move have to be cancelable into something to be drive rush cancelable, or is drive rush, can you do drive rush off anything? Anything that's special cancelable can be drive rush cancelable. Okay, so um, so it has to be special cancelable. It can't correct. if it's not, yeah. then you can't do it. So with Chun earlier, I mentioned that Stan Fierce is stance cancelable, but not special cancelable. You cannot drive rush it, and you cannot okay. um, or DRC it, and you cannot yeah. uh, uh, drive impact cancel. Good to know. Good to know. Okay. okay. Cool. Cool. So okay. So moving on. Uh, what about DJ? Oh, I got a ton of. I got Both of you guys are DJ mains. You guys. Yeah. yeah. Smart. <laughs> I mean, T you want to go first? All right, sure, sure. Uh, yeah. So this is like the first example of upkicks. So upkicks are 100 percent back. Uh, the e- the ex one doesn't go straight up though. It goes at the angle just like the other ones. So I thought that one was interesting. Uh, his fake fireball plus his fake sobot, like those tools are gonna be crazy. Oh yeah. And that combine that with his sway. 
Like he's just gonna be <laughs> he's like, like he's just gonna be just guess. He's the guess the character. <laughs> he's just gonna be a whole bunch of guessing. He's gonna he has a ton of fakes, uh, and non non game mechanic thing. But I do like that. Like he stop he, he his smile turns into a grimace when he's in burnout. Yeah, uh, even he gets tired. Teeth. Yeah, <laughs> even he gets tired. Like okay, this is no smiling yeah. time. All right, and then his uh, up, he has like that up forward punch, like that standing yeah. punch that gives him forward momentum. I think that I'm, that's going to be like a good drive cancelable move. And yeah, like his getting crumple off of a a, a level one is pretty good. Yeah, super. Yeah. My, my, my super. question of that one is I, I saw that same footage and you got a he got, basically he uh Dalsum whipped a stand medium kick and then uh DJ did a super, right? And you got a punish yes. counter for it. So yeah. the question I think is gonna be is that super crumple only on punish counter or does it crumple all the time? We don't know. That's right? Think point. about that, yeah. That's a good point. And also there was uh oh I for the name of it forgets me, but there was an air hit that uh DJ did and it put the the character into some sort of state it was like like fall state or like force ground. knockdown yeah force knockdown and he couldn't combo his uh heavy kick into it his standing heavy kick into it but he could combo his up kicks afterwards mm. when he did it later so i found that to be pretty interesting very cool yeah um i'll go next um so dj another character 30 years has not changed an iota. He was, he's been in games. Like, it's not like he's not been in games, but they don't change him ever. Street Fighter Alpha 3, he's pretty straight from ST. Street Fighter 4, again, he's got EX moves now, but, you know, there's not really much change about him. He's been, he's got the same normals. He pretty much is the exact same. Now in Street Fighter 6, they were like, okay, it's time to experiment a little bit. So now let's give him Air Slasher. He just does double. That's it. Like, that's it. It's no longer oh, a single yeah. Air Slasher. It's double Air Slasher every time. Sure. And he can fake it. Which is a callback to ST, where his Stan Fierce is in fact the same animation as his Max Out. So yeah, that's a good callback. Oh, I know? didn't know that. That's interesting. It is, yeah. If you look at it, the far Stan Fierce is the same animation as Max Out. It's just he doesn't mm -hmm. throw a fireball. Oh so, yeah, I forgot to mention that uh, that chip, that drive gauge, it takes almost a bar if you take both of those fireballs. Yep, really. It's about seventy-five percent of a pip. Yeah, it does. Oh, what a the hell? <laughs> yeah. So if you just let him do that, he'll he, hey, he'll take it. You know, he'll just do it. So with DJ, the thing I think he's always struggled with is like, okay, how is he like different than Guile and what is he better at? And I think a lot of times it's not so clear what he's better at than mm -hmm. Guile is. Because Guile has his obvious strengths, but like DJ, it's like, well, he can do more combos kind of, but also like his special moves sometimes aren't very good. Like Sobot and, you know, an ST and stuff like that wasn't very good. Street Fighter 4 had a use and then they took it away. So, it, you know, it wasn't very good in the end. But now he's got like a fake version of it. So clearly there's going to be like, oh, you, is he poking with a low kick Sobot or is he faking it? You know, what's what's happening? Uh, the Sway, obviously, he's got a low and an overhead from it. That, and the low is on punish counter, you get a full combo from it. So he can dodge a throw with it and then clearly do the low and get, you know, huge damage. He's got a, a, a forward advancing dash from the Sway as well. So he's got a lot of options. And then if you notice, his EX Fireball can be canceled into his forward dash from the Sway. So he can do the EX fireball, fake it, and then immediately run up and do a throw. Oh, yeah. oh so I did see that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. so he, he's mm -hmm. got, like, quite a few new options that have never kind of been seen with him before that really make him almost a whole new character. And in a, in a sense, DJ gives me hope. 
that, like I mentioned earlier, I like Cammy, but there's two things I hate. One, I can't stand looking at her, but if she gets a different costume, I can do that. That's not a big deal. And they changed her costume in this game, so props. Number two, she's so horribly boring and has been for 30 years. They never change her. Now I get the sense that, hey, maybe these old World Warrior characters that have gotten a bit stale, and that kind of tracks with Dalsam too, they will change. They will finally get some new sauce that you can be like, wow, this is actually really interesting to use. Maybe there's some hope for these characters. Yeah, because like I said, I love DJ, but the fact is he doesn't change that much. And sometimes you just get a bad DJ. And that's not fun. You know, like Street Fighter 4, he's a bad DJ. I you didn't just like get it. a bad DJ. Yeah, that's it's all like you 50, get. 50. And, yeah, exactly. It's horrible. <laughs> but now it's like, man, he's really got something cooking there. And then so, yeah, I just was really impressed with DJ. Really good new ideas about him and like how he's got like this rhythm to him and like, can you guess what he's doing? Can you get a sense of what he's, you know, what's his, what rhythm is he on? You know, is he going to fake? Is he going to come in? Is he going to dash? Is he going to throw? It's great stuff. It's great yeah. stuff. All right, cool. What about you, John? Um, I, I kind of have that same, that same opening statement as far as like DJ kind of was always supposed to be a more offensive guile or that's how it was like build to me at least is like, he's mm. like guile, but offensive. But then yeah. in subsequent games, they just made guile really offensive. So what is DJ yes. left yeah. to do, right? And he hasn't <laughs> gotten yeah more offensive, yeah. yeah. Right. So, but like like T dot said, the the actually realistically, I don't have a ton more to say on DJ besides like yeah. everything that you guys have named are on my list. And afterwards, I put the word annoying afterwards. Like the, <laughs> yeah, the the face look annoying, the fireball looks annoying, yeah. the the knee that stupid ass knee is, oh, looks really the annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the knee, yeah, the down low kick in the air, the knee shot, the yeah. jump shot, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so my only other like unique well, point to bring to the table here is that the double fireball is interesting, but we are are playing in, now playing in a game with priority system for projectiles as opposed to the hit based system. So if I throw an ex fireball, it's going to go through both of those air slashers and just win. True. Or if yeah. Ryu gets a dungeon install and throws a regular fireball, it's going to go through both those ex uh, the air slashers. So, My guess is that's what balances it out. It's that right. even though it looks crazy on paper, the fact is they have this new priority system to where like, well, certain fireballs will just beat both of them instead yeah. of just, you know, you lose on both. And maybe the EX one, because if you saw it, he throws one and he throws like a big circular one that looks hard to jump over even. Right. That might be the one that's like ultimate, like, oh, you can't beat that no matter what. So like I was uh, thinking that like the EX one, you might not be able to slide under. Yeah, it didn't even look like you could slide under. Yeah, it's this huge circular projectile he threw, yeah. So like I would consider like if if you, if I put like Ryu and DJ in a match against each other and they were in a fireball war like I would think I would think Ryu or sorry DJ is like Superman where he's just gonna win outright but Ryu Ryu's like Batman where he's got prep time if he gets that install if he gets prep time he'll he'll win the fireball war. I see yeah yeah not, well not, it means, not injustice I'm just thinking in general yeah I know what you mean yeah no so like one. It's something to think about that is it almost makes it like that DJ, like you said, being annoying, he will annoy you by the fact that he will beat your fireball and then throw another one at you. Yeah. And it may not do a ton of damage. You you'll, might be able to block it, but it's annoying that like anytime I try to get traction by throwing a fireball, he's going to throw two. Yep. And he's going to beat me. Yeah. But, unless, but I've got fireballs that will beat him. I just have to be able to use them, which makes him annoying. And That's, then I think less about, you know, his sway and, you know, him getting in with a sliders. Because I can imagine he probably does, you know, drive rush slide or something and he's fucking – halfway across the screen oh man that's yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but i i do think right. that like he might be balanced around like, like not doing a ton of damage either um like, it seems Could like be. like that mm -hmm. like that sway and stuff like that they they all cover all the different situations but they ended in a knockdown or a jab starter and so he doesn't get as much 
like my thinking is he'll have a lot of options but low reward on all of them Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, being like it's like being annoying. Being annoying. Like he just yeah, has exactly. all these moves that like yeah, they eat away at you a little bit, but like if you keep blocking, you keep, you know, eventually he will have to take a bigger risk and that's when you can capitalize and take advantage of it. But yeah, yeah uh, exactly. amazing amazing retread of a yeah. long scale character for sure. Yeah, I'm a sucker sucker for faints, so, man. That, that's going to be super annoying for me. Okay, well, uh, what about uh, Marissa? Ooh. Marissa, oh man. What a what a unique little flower we've got here. So she, you know, the big thing that was sold on is she's got big armor, not only armor punches, but she can break armor through like, a, I think, a charge up of one of her specials. So like drive impact. Mm-hmm. So the thing about Maritza that's really scary is that you can see in the gameplay footage, her level three blocks you up into the wall on the other side of the screen, no matter what. Yeah, free corner. So clearly, I think it's very clear that this character gets you in the corner and you probably aren't getting out. And she has like this kind of unique little stance she goes into where it seems like she kind of absorbs a move. And then she, in that stance, she has a command grab. I don't think it's a raw command grab. I think she has to do it from that stance, but clearly they want you to freeze up. And the second you freeze up, she has this command grab that does like, God, it looked like 250 damage or something. Crazy. Like just it a was huge ridiculous amount of damage. Yeah. And she does huge like damage on block. Like if she charges up some of her, her uh, it looked like just her normal moves. She charges those up. They're doing like a whole pip of, your drive gauge is just gone just from blocking these moves. So it seems like she is the character that really like, she's going to get you to stand still or try to move because you're scared of like, just even just blocking. And then she has this command grab. That's really good. And if she ever gets level three, she can put you in the corner. if She combos into it or lands it. So it just seems like it's all about kind of bullying you into the corner and then just making you too scared to move. And then she does her command grab and then it lights out basically. Yep. Really interesting character. Yeah. Yeah, she feels like she feels that Balrog-esque type person that we need on the roster where, like, okay. that person does just, like, big hits and, like, just bust through and just... Literally shakes through. the screen yeah. with these moves, yeah. So, like, I, I see her being, like, a really big bully. And, like, I'm glad you talked about that that counter grab because I, I was wondering about that because, like, one of the times, like, you can clearly see that Manon's doing something and it gets countered. And she does the grab into the punch. And then the other time, Manon's already stunned. So they're yeah. not doing anything, but they still get grabbed. Well, I think, punch. yeah, Maritza, what she does, she does a, a neutral jump into roundhouse and then immediately goes into the stance into the grab. So it's it's not like it's even, like, slow. Like, oh, she has to go into a stance and then do the command grab. It's like, no, it's all happening pretty fast. Do you, if you're do not, you think it's do you think it's an actual, like, it, it's all linked into one move? Or do you think the, the command grab is just a, like, it's a move and you just happen to be able to cancel out of it in the counter? You know, I don't actually know that. So that's a good point. That's something to think about. Um, I don't know that. Raw, right? <laughs> yeah, it's possible. But I did notice her go into the stance first. So it's I, oh, I'm leaning okay. towards that she has to go into the stance to use it. So like much like Chun-Li's, it might be a stance that has like multiple options for every different button. It's possible. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, yeah. that command grab certainly did a lot of damage. So you do not want to get yeah. hit by it. Um, but in general, you know, she's just done big damages from just huge swinging moves, you know, just this massive giga chat energy, just, just slamming moves across <laughs> the screen, which is what you want. I mean, that's what she looks yeah. like. That's exactly the kind of, you know, because that's the thing, too. A lot of these characters, um, you know, being a character is not just about like, oh, what they look like and stuff like that. It's like, how does their gameplay feel? Like, does that get across their character? And yeah. like, so for Blanca is a great example. Blanca looks like a fucking troll and his eyes are bugging out every time you hunt, you punch him and stuff like that. He looks crazy. So he does crazy moves. Like he rolls into you. He can suddenly electrify his body. He's jumping all over. He's biting you. 
that all gets across the character of like this weird feral monster. And so for Maritza, that she's this huge hulking gladiator like warrior whose helmet hair literally inspires the Roman gladiators, you know. Yeah. She's just swinging these huge fierce moves and you're just taking it and it's doing a ton of damage to your guard. And the second you start blocking just to hope you get some hope, she command grabs you into oblivion. I love that idea. I think that's a brilliant idea. And it's not, it's, you know, it's different than like, oh, just a command grab, right? Like, because some yeah. characters are grapplers and that's like a big part of the game. So like Zangief, right? He's like a big guy and he grapples you and stuff like that. But really this is kind of a different take on it where the command grab might be just from that stance. So really it's just like this extra sauce on top of what she really is, is just hitting you with these huge normals that you can, it's really hard to get around. Yeah. Uh, T dot, do you have any other, any th other thoughts on Marisa? Uh, yeah, she looks great as a character. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, because like, I know people don't like her helmet hair, but I, I like the whole like silhouette that it gives her like, if you look at her like as a silhouette, it looks just like straight up gladiator. And yes, I love yeah. that. Very cool. Nice, nice. Okay, uh, so on my end too, oh, I I just want to mention that I think that Marisa is um basically Urian without a fireball, and they just gave her a command grab instead. Because Urian is very much like armor based in five. Uh he can mm -hmm. be played armor based yeah. without fireball and Aegis. Um and then and, uh, uh, and the other thing I wanted to talk about is that uh he uh there seems to be a lot of conversation around that counter and whether or not it creates a stun situation and i kind of wanted to i looked at the footage and i wanted to dispel some of that where what happens is um like uh, uh marissa does the counter manon hit, hits a jab and then she grabs her out of that jab uh, she absorbs it and grabs her out of the, the jab it causes a punish counter and then when that punish counter uh hits manon um it takes away drive bar and that burns her out so I want to be very clear uh, in that it doesn't actually uh, cause a stun. It just yeah, creates a burnout. State. I figured it's like an absorb, like, or it's like an absorb that she does. So it's something that, <laughs> and that you don't get stunned for hitting her, but it is, it's almost as if you hit a drive impact. It's a it's guaranteed like punish same, counter. Oh, yeah, yeah. The same slowdown. Yeah. Yeah. So when you get that punish counter, it takes away like a bar or like a half a bar of drive from your opponent. And then that put her in the burnout state. And then she gets a little <laughs> bit of stars from the activation in the burnout state. And that's why it looks yeah. like a stun. It happened to be yeah. in the corner too, just so it really confused the hell out of everybody. But yeah, um, yeah, cool. That's all I wanted to say about Marisa. Everything okay. else, I agree with you guys. Yeah. Okay. Um, then next one we had was uh, Manon. Uh, I think yep, she's I gonna be crazy. I think she's gonna be like this game. Well, they still might put Laura in, but like for right now, Manon fills that void right now. Uh, her target combo that pulls you in seems super scary. Because that, mm -hmm. that just adds for like a mix up for is she going to grab, is she going to hit? Because she has that uh, grab uh, meter. Well, it's not really a meter, but like charge or something. Yeah. Yeah. Something's so, building like, up in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so every time she grabs you, it does more, it builds up and like every grab subsequently does more and more. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know if five is the max, but like that grab at five, that. I grab at five it was crazy. It did like, like two eighty. Yeah, yeah, like if, or thirty. It might have even done thirty. It was this. It was just a regular. It wasn't an EX grab or anything. It was a regular command grab that did like thirty yeah. percent, which is like Street Fighter two level. Like that's what Spinning Pile Driver <laughs> did back then. Yeah, you know that's and she and it's a hard. It's a hard knockdown, so you don't get the. Uh, I don't think you can back roll from it. it's a force knockdown. So that was also that was even on her because not every grab she had was a command grab. Even the hit grabs add to the counter so if it's a grab period like a throw 
it seems like that adds to the counter. And all of those are forced knockdowns. They're not um, they're not something you can backroll from. So my guess is mm-hmm. if she's in the corner or something like that, maybe her Oki game is probably pretty nuts because you can't fudge with the time. Even I mean, you can't do it anyways. But, like, it seems like there's a way for her to really get, like, right back into where she's going after a throw, which is, like, you know, common for command grab characters um, is that they, yeah. you know, it's like, okay, well, their hard punch one does the most damage, but it also gets the worst Okazemi, and the light punch one has the most range and the best Okazemi, but has the lowest damage. It seems like she actually does get, like, decent even just from a regular grab. Uh, so I think Manon is, like, a – she just seems like a really interesting character. There's almost too much going on. Like, she's ballerate, a ballet dancer and a supermodel and a judoka. There's a lot going on. Like, that's a, it's a very busy character. And so, naturally, her gameplay feels that way, too. Like, she's spinning around constantly. She has that one move. It's like an EX move where she spins and just clearly avoids whatever Maritza did yep. and goes yeah. into the attack. So I don't know if that's like a... It was strike invul from what I saw. Strike invulnerable, like, yeah. That's, yeah. And then she went right into the move. So it was like, that's kind of interesting. She got clearly some sort of anti-air kick as a special. She mm-hmm. does an EX move from. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, just all the grabbing and the, the twirling around. Like, that's clearly what they wanted. And that's what they got. She's constantly moving and it wants to get those grabs. Even the hit grabs, if she just does basic combo, seems to land you to build up that meter. And so it sounds like, like what T said, when she's got like five stacks, good Lord, she grabs you once. And it's like, my whole life is gone. Like, I don't even know what happened. So (laughs) that seems, yeah, that just seems really stuck out to me was how much damage she was doing to those command grabs. I, I, the metal level kind of makes everything really unknown where it's like, does it just add more damage? Does it add more like uh, uh, properties like, throw or strike in bull like what what does it do we don't really have Mm -hmm. all the details on that yet but one of the things i found really interesting that i don't haven't seen in any other fighting game or any other street fighter really is that the metal level carries over from round to round i did see that and so like you may you may maul her in round one and then she may maul you back in round two and then she gets level five off of that and then round three is just a blow up because you let her beat you in round two. It might like I. I very rarely have I played games where like my decisions from the previous round, outside of meteor or something, punish me for the the previous like they they they, they sorry my de- decisions in the previous round punish me in the current round. I don't see that happen very often, and I'm curious about what kind of dynamic that creates in this game. Mm-hmm. Which it kind of reminds me of Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat had the crushing blow system where it basically like you activated them through different. You land this move a certain amount of times or whatever. So then by round three, there's a lot of characters that like had like three or four crush counters loaded up. And they would do them all back to back and you'd lose like 75% life. Kind of the same idea, right? Where, uh, you know, she might spend the first round maybe landing a command grab or two or just really doing basic combos to get that metal meter up. And then by round three, even if she loses cat, cat, cat. I have a cat, cat on my stream. <laughs> Spotify, there's a cat. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> So it just she seems like that she seems more of a grappler than Maritza, Maritza who seems to have a, gra- a command grab from a you know specific yep. situation. Whereas this is uh, Manon's whole game. She I never wants to do that. Command grab. I never thought I would use the term technical grappler, but that's kind of how it feels. Where she's like she's really deep from a technical standpoint, I think, but she also is just a command grab character too. So yeah. she's gonna and then she's gonna eat paint. <laughs> T T pointed out too though she's got two command two target combos that suck up an opponent in which to me is like an NRS move like that is the yeah. kind of thing they would do where it's like oh here's this two hit combo two hit combo string it also pulls you right in at massive frame advantage so immediately you got to guess between command grab or not I, which I think to me that, it seems like a nightmare so uh, like uh, the other the other like comparison I see Manon uh, made is is uh, with Abel where Abel's step kick 
And oh, I yeah. think it actually yeah. solves a lot of problems that Abel's step kit created where that move isn't very fun to fight against because on hit, nope. he kills you for it. And on block, he pushes you back towards the corner in a game where the corner really fucks you up. And so having a target combo where it was where plus it, it two, wasn't it? It was, it was plus, but even if yeah, it was, it was negative, just... it's still like the yeah. idea of blocking it and getting pushed back and pushed towards the corner really sucks. And so like, yeah. um, in this, in this game, like it's step kicks, they create the corner carry situation in general. And it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be able to, that's just not going to be fun. So the target combo is a good example where maybe it's unsafe. Maybe we, maybe it isn't, but either way it pulls them towards her instead. So you don't lose screen screen space by having the gall to block, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And, and and all of Jamie's target combos are kind of like that, too. They're pretty brutally unsafe. Mm. And there was not a character I saw that had like a really safe target combo they could just do. So my guess is that probably will last throughout the rest of the game. If I had to assume, but, you know, anything could change. Anything could change. Which, again, I think that addresses a lot of the concerns I had with step kicks in general. Even Ken's step kick in four was annoying as shit because you'd block oh it my and God. you'd be in your face and you'd be pushed yeah. backwards. Step kicks suck. Gonna uppercut it, <laughs> uppercut it, FADC. Like he, yep. that was literally the move. Like it was okay. I block this. He's gonna uppercut, and FADC is gonna be safe. Or he's just gonna car grab me anyways. And it's like God, this is so. And my, the knockdown is ten years. Yep. And it's just I hate this. I hate everything. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. So yeah. who do we have left? Uh, we had Dalsim. Dalsim, classic. Uh, so Dalsim, the one thing I know is, is man, this this cat can move now. Because in five. My boy was not moving very well. He had a broken yeah. hip or something because he's he's good in the air, but his walk speed was dreadful. And it, you know it probably should be, but in this yeah. game it kind of seems like he's actually walking pretty fast, you know, or at least stuttering back and forth a lot quicker than he normally he did in um, in five and five. He also now has back his classic yoga fire, which I I hated in five. I didn't like how it was just a move that he spat into the air. It looks so goofy. Uh, <laughs> so I'm glad he's got the regular one back. His stretchiness is even more than it ever has been like it, in this game he's doing like he's not just stretching out like kind of he's like going in loops he is he's looking like he's drawing himself in cursive anytime he does it he just looks like really the animations on him are really top notch so it's like, crazy he, in a realistic art style too because yeah, that's what i mean like yeah terrible right <laughs> yes exactly because that was going to be the magic that was going to be the trick right like he's a crazy character what is he going to look like in his re engine you know what uses like real models Right. And mm -hmm. it's like, nope, they figured it out how to make the animation look really smooth. So I'm not worried about that. Other than that, you know, he seems like he he seems the most similar to kind of how he was in five, which I thought was a very cool version of Dalzim, to be fair. That mm -hmm. uh that he still has his V skill. And I don't know if it's a special move or not, but now it just looks like that's just a move that he has, which I thought is super cool. That was a great addition to his character. I really liked it. I'm glad it's back. Um, I like his his drills look very, very good again. Um I just, yeah, I was really impressed with what I saw of Dalsim, even though it is more of like a classic kind of Dalsim, like it's not like gonna, you know, it's not changing the world or anything. His character yeah. design is always super cool. It's super unique. There's not a whole lot like it. So him being in the game at all, big win. The only thing I want to come back, and I don't know if it is, but I want to, I hope that it would, you know, that Yoga Tower movie out in Street Fighter 4 where he would just go, oh, up. yeah. <laughs> I, that move was so cool. I hope it's back. I don't think it is, but I can dream. So I yeah, Dalzim and his level three is su super cool. He just throws a million little fires on you with his stretchy arms. He, right, does, he does a hundred mummy. hand slap. Yeah, he does a hundred yeah. hand slap into the yoga into the yoga mummy onto you. Yeah, yeah, he looks super cool. And the fact that he can like drive rush his crouch medium punch, I already hate my life. Like that already, I can already <laughs> tell that's gonna be so annoying. Yeah, because you know what you don't want from Dalzim is that he can get huge damage from you from from the range of his zoom limbs. Now yeah. it's, it's a potential that he could. So I don't want to be whiff punished by that thing. 
I'm already dreading it. Oh. Do you know what do you think? Uh, you can punish the limbs. It looks pretty. Yep. Oh, with, with the DJ Super, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, everything pretty much like Tanner hit on hit on the head already. Um, yeah, he looks great. He animates great, and his music's pretty cool. The music in general, I Street Fighter Six. Uh, my goodness, I I didn't like a lot of the music in Five. I thought like because a lot of it is just kind of stuff we've always heard before. Some of the new themes were good. Some of them weren't great. And you can tell there's a lot, a bunch of different artists working on it. So it's like you always had like a different interpretation. But mm-hmm. six in general, I think the music is just fantastic. Every track I've heard is really catchy. Even the stage themes are really, really good. I feel like there's just such a – like Ken's theme, and like, oh, my God, that one's so good. Um, and you just – they feel it's like – cohesive. Yeah, songs you, would, songs you would fight to. Because the thing, like Third Strike, I like the music a lot, but I don't, I don't think of it as th- songs you would fight to. They're like good music to listen to, but yeah. I don't know if sometimes I don't think all of them worked as like a fighting game background track. This game, it feels like there is a combination. They're trying to do both. They're trying to make them like cool, listenable songs that are kind of trendy using modern sounds, but also they sound really cool in the background of a fight. So Dalsim is a good example too. They just released Maritza's theme, which is an absolute banger. I um, listen to that one. I think it's funny how we started talking about music and like there's there's uh, someone playing piano in the background and your mic. Yeah, that's <laughs> my dad. <laughs> so, yeah. No, that's perfectly fine too. Yeah. It's just, that's that's yeah. a really really choice timing. To bring it, it is, back to yes. Dalson real quick though, um, I I do think that uh, he didn't look very good in the footage that I saw because he got his ass kicked by DJ. Oh um, yeah, he did. He's getting but, he's getting worked. Yeah, but like. In a game where the defensive mechanics are, I believe, are really, really strong. Like I think Dalsim is going to be extremely difficult to deal with. Uh, I already, mm-hmm. I still have like nightmares from dealing with Dalsim in five. Um, he strikes <laughs> me like we talked, we mentioned about DJ about how like you take the old tired characters and kind of redo them with a new coat of paint and, and, and augment them. Um, I think mm-hmm. Dalsim actually got that treatment in five. And yeah, so, he, he was one of the rare W's, I would say. Like, right. wow, they really did kind of rethought this character. Yeah, and so they're like, okay, well, let's just take what we we we, we had in five, and then just like put him in six, and that is infuriating to me because I fucking hate <laughs> fighting Sim in five. <laughs> of course, yes. <laughs> but all things considered, yeah, he he does look really good. Um, and I think that, uh, and we're gonna talk about JP pretty soon too. But these defensive characters, they may look bad at the at the start of the game when we're all Naturally, still trying to figure right. it out because yeah. people haven't figured out their offense yet so how the hell are you going to work out your defense right yeah. um yeah. and then the universal mechanics i think are just gonna because now i have to worry about uh is adults i'm gonna wake up parry are they gonna wake up di are they gonna wake up float they're gonna wake up teleport wake up jump as, as well as the standard strikes or block stuff, right? Bison Street Fighter Four all over again, basically. Oh my god, yeah, Psycho Crusher. And pin this guy, <laughs> pin this guy down for nothing, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Okay, yeah, that, that's that's yeah. my thoughts on yeah. Sim. Fuck Sim. Yeah, as a as a as a sorry, Benny. Five, yeah. like, <laughs> sorry, Benny. Uh, I don't know. I, I, that's that's interesting. You mentioned that because, like, like you said, like the transition from five to six, right? There's there's a lot of stuff that he's bringing over, and for me, I like I love that because, like, that was a a big sore point for me with Honda in five was just the fact that what I got used to in four, like it was like a whole different thing for me to my, wrap my mind around, and I couldn't, you know, I couldn't do it that late in the game. Mm-hmm. So for for him to start out, you know, with a lot of the stuff that he has in five, I'm I'm really liking that. Um, I think the the biggest things that I I'm wondering about is kind of like the use of like the um, the EX flame, where it seems to be almost be like three quarter screen. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's going to be a big thing. And then, like, 
um, a lot of people talking about the the air fireball, the one that shoots diagonally down. Like, I'm really kind of wondering like how much recovery that's going to be. If there's going to be an EX version of that, that might you know cause some problems, and you know how how that uh, how that can be kind of brought into the game. The the one thing I thought about was like so one of you know Dalzim's weaknesses in five and they and later iterations they definitely hammered on this is that when he's in the float he doesn't have a lot of really good you know his air moves are good for attacking but they're not so good for defending you know they're very long they take a little bit of time to come out my yeah. guess is they made that fireball so if you you think someone's going to jump at you you can do this and it's going to hit him out of their jump forward or something oh. like that. So my guess is that is what, you know, they tried to sew up that weakness because now my guess is as a special move, it needs to be a little bit better than just, you know, a move you can do for free with the V skill all the time. They I mean, there's got to be some perks to doing it. My guess is that fireball is the deterrent to people just, you know, holding up forward and smacking you out of the uh, the air because you will get that force yeah. knockdown much like you do in five. Now you're going to get that force knockdown because it's a counter hit. So, yeah. yeah, I think to me, that's what that fireball seems like it's going to do more so than just like pressuring. Although my guess is. If they're not careful with it, it will become like a great pressure tool, and we're gonna hate. <laughs> I mean, we also have that like because in in five he could do throw a fireball and then teleport right and mm-hmm. and, and do the cross up bullshit right. We don't we'd always have to worry about that, but in in six we have a block button, we have a parry, we so do. we can just yeah. we don't mm-hmm. have to worry about blocking cross up at all. Um, mm-hmm. So by by in its nature, like Sim was always gonna have a little bit harder of a time, but the tools they've seen to have given they they just are like all right well you, you can't teleport behind them but you can just take up the entire screen with fireballs instead mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and, and then what other thing we saw and i saw this in the blanca footage but my guess is it holds true universally blanca did his blanca chan um electric like little doll attack mm-hmm. and it went towards jp and jp parried the hit from the blanca chan but when blanca went to throw him it clearly went through him yeah. so he was in an unthrowable position during his parry animation yep. so my guess is yeah. now if you try to do the same thing you would do in like street fighter 4 where you threw ex yoga flame straight and then did the teleport if you block one of those things first he's not gonna be able to throw you or force like force that kind of mix up immediately so mm-hmm. yeah it does take the bite out of that a little bit but my guess is he's probably going to be good enough to make up for it if i had to you know if i had to okay. guess yeah. right now. nice nice so finally we got we got jp, JP. so what, what do you think about jp t dot uh, JP is like I I think this might be the first of its kind in Street Fighter. He looks really like a trap character, like uh, Testament's old design when he ha- had like the trees and stuff like that, the invisible traps. But these are clearly visible, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't want to think about invisible traps. Uh, but <laughs> but like it's interesting that he can like do an attack like manually do an attack from it or just let the attack come out later or teleport to those. Um, yeah. Like he seems like he has a lot of options that level two super I believe where he had like the four demons that come from all around the opponent. It looked like he he traded with Blanca, but like the demons were still coming. Yeah, yeah. I think what happened was that what what actually happened was it was there was a drive impact. He jabbed and he and he jabbed and then he canceled into the level two. He recovered in time to block the drive impact, oh, but the he recovered so quickly that he got the level two out and the level two attack punished Blanca for doing that drive impact. So as a reversal, wow. that seems incredibly good. If it's so fast that you can do it and then you basically get these demons to lock you in place, you know, while you, you know, do whatever you want. So yeah, that seemed like really interesting move that he had there. 
it might like because again we saw it hit but on block it might it might have utility where he can teleport around you or something or exactly or he could set up you know his snap and then he's got you know the thing above you you know yeah. Um, he, he struck me, it, you know, I think of a lot of like, um, so in a lot of Netherrealm games, they'll have a character that has a fireball that hits in four different spots, depending on the, the kind of move you do mm-hmm. or the, it'll, so it hit different ranges. So I always yeah. think of characters like that. And that's what JP reminds me of because he's got the ground projectile that he can do in very different ways. Then he's got one that he sets up above your head to where you can teleport from, like he said, or he can use, have an attack come from it. So he seems like he's always pelting you with something. And, and he's got a parry. It seems like he's got some sort of EX parry that when he parries, out comes these two little circular, kind of like a soul satellite type move that then surrounds you. So it's not like a hit parry, but what it does is instantly gives him back the advantage because you've got to worry about these two things around you. Um, defensive oriented, maybe, but he seemed like he's got long attacks from long limbs and a cane. And... Uh, he can just clearly do combos across the screen. Like he clearly doesn't need to touch you. What frustrates me the most or seems the most annoying is that he's got that fireball. That's like a demon that comes out, but one of them is a grab. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That seems like I, I would lose my mind over that at one point. Like that seems so immediately jumps out to me. It's like somebody's going to get hit with that and lose their mind because they thought they were blocking. Eh, they got grabbed. I was trying to think of an analog for that in, um, in other street fighter games and uh, street fighter five poison her V trigger one. Yeah. I believe is a is a grab that reaches half screen and has a blind spot like right in front of her. And I think JP can actually like control how far it reaches, but I think that maybe that far reaching one might have that same blind spot. I don't know. Um, I wonder if that's its own move, kind of like uh Conra, where you could have different distances and have an anti-air one possibly. Oh, I didn't think of that. That's actually good. God, shout out to Conrad, one of the long forgotten great grapplers in fighting game <laughs> history. That guy was that what a cool character. He was really cool. Yeah. But JP, you know, he looks pretty sweet. You know, for a new character, you've got a lot, you know, you've got a lot, have to, a lot to offer in this new game. And it seems like he does strike at me as like, wow, this is a completely a different type of character than we might have seen yes. in older games. You know, he seems like he's really well made for the system. Um, you know, you can parry his stuff, but at the same time, he's also got to teleport. So the second you try to parry, what you think is going to be an attack from above here. He lands and he punishes you through a throw or something like that. So he, he has room to play. Or if you try to parry his, you know, we just talked about his standing projectile. He then has the grab one to mess with you a little bit. So they've clearly thought about that metagame. And so we just have to see more of his normals. Cause again, he kind of got beat on in yeah. that, uh, in that one match. So my guess is JP and Dalzim are probably a little bit harder to use, even if you're, you're a developer and you know how to play the game. Um, but, uh, there's definitely potential there. Very interesting character. Um, I like that he uses psycho power, but he does it in a different way than we've seen it in the previous games. Okay. So the other thing that went viral recently is that the, the slowdown on the animations, like when people like, like went frame by frame, you can see bison in those animations. Oh yeah. Really? I didn't so see that. Badass. Like, so the, the command grab move, right. Or the, that full screen projectile, it's him doing, um, bison stand fierce. He like, he like rushes out and then you see like a hook. And I, I oh think that's gosh. Bison's fierce. Um, I did I, not know it was Bison from it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it, it's weird though. Like I, I saw it on Twitter and then everyone is like, I don't see it. And some people are like, I do see it. It's like, is the dress blue or gray? Right. But I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, bison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think um, I don't, I don't really have much more from a mechanic standpoint to add on to you guys, but I do have a couple of points about the way he looks. Uh, he looks like Saruman from lord of the rings <laughs> yeah kind of yeah. he's got yeah. the yeah. same yeah. like really yeah. flat hair yeah yeah with the flat the white gray hair yeah. yeah yeah and uh 
I just sounds like him too, honestly. Yeah, yeah. He's got the he's, he's bit, got the yeah. Star Man feel, I think. And he's evil, so it, it all works out. <laughs> yeah. He's but definitely see, evil. There's yeah. Yeah. And then um guy, guy who's the head of an NGO. Okay, please. Come on, look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um oh actually one 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 gameplay point too is that he has um I think I think I saw an EX fireball. Um, or maybe that was the, the, the projectile absorbed thing, but it like exploded and he jumped over him in the, in the footage. If you guys remember that. And it reminded me of Bison's, uh, EX fireball in five where he'd put it oh, out yeah. and then and he'd be able to teleport behind you and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm thinking maybe he could do something like that where he throws that EX fireball out and then does a teleport behind it, which again, we talked about how you could parry it, but that's pretty good for a character that has, in my opinion, kind of low mobility. He looks pretty. Yeah. Chunky. He looks pretty slow. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like Bison in Five, so Bison was, you know, fairly his walk speed wasn't good, but he had these certain instances where he's flying across at you or doing something like that that he could make up for his slow walk speed. Yeah, and I think from a casual standpoint, we're going to run into a problem where, like, a lot of people want to play Bison, and there doesn't seem to be, like, but they might go to the Psycho Power guy, but he doesn't look like he plays remotely like Bison. Um, yeah, and then in general, the Bison archetype isn't very well represented in this game. Like at the closest I could think is maybe Marissa, yeah, like an aggressive character that's charging at you a lot and doing stuff. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, he's definitely very unique. Like if you know he he's kind of annoying, but like you think about it, he really does represent kind of a unique archetype. Whenever and he's in the games, it's like he's he's not super fast, but he also kind of can teleport to where you are, wherever you are, and just do something. Yeah, and um, JP's got hide, some of jump that. In the air. Yeah, yeah, but it's just not, it's not not the same. I think um, again, I actually think I might I might try JP and I might switch to him if if he's better than Chun. But um, see, he looks he looks really good as his owner and a projectile yeah. owner in a game where fireballs are really good. Who knows how, exactly. how the priority yeah. system is going to impact those things, right? Yeah, because uh, it's weird they're not like clashing. Because some of the ones that he's I'm seeing they're not ones that you typically like would clash with another mm-hmm. character. They would hit you while you're doing a fireball. Or yeah, like they come up. They come up from the ground, right? So there's no yes, horizontal yeah. presence per se. It's a different kind mm-hmm. of zoning. Yep. Yeah. Which again makes me think of Mortal Kombat. Like Freddy Krueger was exactly like that. He had a claw move that he he did at different ranges depending on the the direction you hit, and it was super good. Now he ducked under projectiles while he did it, so it was extremely good. But I don't <laughs> think it's like that in this game. Well, that that wraps up pretty much every new character that we wanted to talk about. I guess, um, rather, that's all the footage that came out. The only character yes. that's been announced that we haven't talked about yet is Honda. Honda. Yeah, does yeah. anybody have any thoughts on Honda? I think I actually really liked his Street Fighter Five interpretation because um, you know it was like a different take on Honda, and he had like really slow like jabs and stuff, which was unique, but also like. His hundred hand slap was really good again, um, and he had like a V skill. My guess is now his V skill stuff will be worked into like his normal character, and those moves that V skill one, especially when they made it so you could special cancel, that was really good. You know, it kind of sewed up this kind of weird way where he doesn't really have a good move to like special cancel into, and then like from certain ranges. So if he has like that clap back again, and he's got my oh, yeah. my hope is he's got some form of that armored command grab he has as his V trigger too. I'm not holding out hope that it'll stay, but if, if I did, that would be the move I'd want to stay. But Honda is another one where, like you said, he's very basic. Um, he does what he does. He, in five, if he changed up a little bit, but for the most part, he was the same archetype. And he was, even then he was still different from how he was in four. Mm-hmm. So where he's very hundred hand slap heavy, um, which I think is like the fun way to make the character. But also, you know, that was a four thing. And in two, he, that was a really high priority move he could do is like chip and stuff like that. But really, you know, Honda sat back and he was really more of sitting back, using the headbutt and then using the Ocho throw, especially when he got in the corner. So 
we'll see how he turns out, but I have faith after seeing some of these characters, I have faith that like even characters that I think have been boring for a long time, I think they're going to have a pretty fresh coat of paint that will make them seem a lot cooler than they were previously. I agree. Yeah. I'm pretty interested to see how they change them up because a lot of Honda's game plan is like putting that oppressive, oppressive pressure on, on their opponents with, with the hundred hands and with Perry that can kind of neutralize some of that. And so I'm, I'm interested to see how they change them up and it would probably be, I'm guessing like something with Ocho or with the armor throw, maybe lean more, a little bit more onto his grappler side to get people to lighten up on the parry. But yeah, I'm definitely interested to see what they change up for them. I agree. Benny, do you want to close this out? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, just just for Honda in general, like I've always like I'm, <laughs> I've always thought of him as a grappler first. That's me. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm the I'm the king of the walk up full screen Ochio. Like I always be like, oh, I'm coming. Oh, he's gonna do jab hands. Like no, I'm not. Yeah. So it's like, if, if they give him, uh, if they give him more, uh, more, more to use with his Ochi, I'll definitely be happy about that. Uh, personally, I'm just happy that he's in in from launch because you know he was there from the start with four. Then with Cross Tekken, he wasn't in there at all, and yep. all I got was a little picture on the bus in the background, and I got trolled with a, a DLC costume for Jack. So I was just like. <laughs> He's the only character from the original eight that wasn't in there. Yeah, he really was. In, and then they put him in late in five. And at that point, I was just like, I was so ingrained with Sim and I wasn't really playing anyway. So I was just like, I don't want to play him. So I'm just happy that, happy that he's here from the start. Yeah, I think it's good to see. I think, you know, those World Warrior characters, they're a little, you know, they're a little road at this point. We've seen them all. But if one thing that Street Fighter 6, I'll give a lot of credit for, because Street Fighter 4 and 5 were like risk averse. They were like, we're not taking any, you know, we're not doing anything new. These are the characters you've seen before. They're in their classic costumes. We are not doing a single thing to make you think that they're anything different. And now, because and that's what makes Street Fighter, I think, more so than like KOF or especially Mortal Kombat, where every new game, they will make them not only look different, but they'll probably give them something new in general in addition to their iconic moves to make you yeah. want to play them again. Mm -hmm. So Street Fighter has been stuck in this pattern where they've been chasing the nostalgia for a while. But I think at the cost of really doing something interesting, maybe take a little bit of a risk. Street Fighter Six, they've thrown it out the window and are like, let's actually do new stuff. So Street yeah. Ryu is a new default, Chun Li is a new default guy, all that stuff. Honda, clearly, you know, he's got he's yeah, got a similar look, but he's he definitely looks like it looks like Honda actually looks like those like Ukiyo-e paintings, like those woodblock paintings. He looks mm -hmm. like one of those characters come to life, mm -hmm. which is how he should look. Like that that to me makes the most sense. Uh, a weird yeah. random character thing I noticed too. One thing I really, really like, and you'll notice it, it was in the battle hub on like the ledges and it's in the character artwork. If you look at like the YouTube videos for the themes of the characters, each character has a unique font and like title. Oh, yeah. So if you see E Honda's, it's almost written almost like in Japanese ish character like style. Dalsim's is this very kind of like flowy Indian Sanskrit thing. Ryu has like his own, Chun Li has her own. Like they're all very unique little titles, which I think is really cool. It reminds yeah. me of the old, if you ever seen the old hyper, hyper fighting, like video cassette they did with like Tomo Hira, where they would introduce each character and they had a title like that, where it was like unique yeah. to them only. I think that's just a neat, unique, a cute little character touch that I actually really liked in Street Fighter six. In addition to them finally changing up those characters that we all know that are classic, but could use a new coat of paint at this point after almost 40 years. Yeah. yeah. Cool. 
Well, I think that's going to uh, wrap up our Street Fighter Six beta panel for the month of January here. Thank you guys very much for for joining us, T Dot and Tanner. And uh, you're welcome. Yeah, we, we hope uh, hope to have you back at some point. Um, I think uh, we'll go ahead and call it here. So. Uh, for those who, uh, for some podcast news is we are back after a three week break here. Uh, we're going to be yeah. back next Tuesday as well. Um, going back to our regular schedule and, uh, we can be found on, um, YouTube at, at, on uh, the spiral series channel on Twitch, on the spiral series channel and on absolute, uh, sorry, on Spotify on, by under absolute guard. If you just search for absolute guard, you'll find us. So thanks everybody for tuning in and we'll talk to y'all later. All right. Bye everybody. See